Well, 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 we meet again another Sunday, wrapping up the weekend, going into a new week. It's episode 139. We are here live in living color. Uncensored Minds Reloaded. What's up, gang? I see everybody is checking in in the chat. So good to see you. There has been some hot and unruly weather all up and down the coast, so I hope that everyone has been staying cool and staying dry and safe as usual. Hope that the weekends have been great. Everybody is um, doing good. Got a chance to get out and do something fun. Um, spend some time with some family or some loved ones, whatever your choice of activity was this weekend. I hope that everyone had a dope ass weekend, but we are here ready to get this popping off. Make sure you say something in the chat. If you are um, just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure to share the video if you haven't done so already. Also tap the like button. We need that since the algorithms up into the universe. Also, if you are not um, receiving the notifications, make sure to tap the bell notification as well. You will get all of the, um, you know, notifications that we, we're going live, notifications that is member content happening, all that good stuff. So make sure you are tapped in and locked in with, with your favorite crew. We are here. I see everybody in the chat. Let's do a little quick roll call. I see Cheryl, Juanita, Diana, Loretta, Tara, Cynthia. What is going on, ladies? I see uh, uh, I see all the ladies in the chat. S gang, what's up? You know it's the erotic zone tonight. I got some shit um, um, going on for you guys tonight. So make sure you got your water or your wine. You know how I always say. And make sure that you guys are ready for an amazing show tonight. Um we had some major, major things going on this weekend. Um, the UN family is just, you know, getting bigger and better. So, you know, I just hope you guys are ready for all that we have coming forward, forward, forward. Mr. Nell, is you anywhere to be found, sir? It was possible. Mr. Make It Make Sense. What's, what's, what's good? What's good? What's going on to everybody out there? Hopefully y'all had a wonderful, amazing weekend. Um, actually, week. You know, I mean, the week is coming to a close today, you know, with this being the end of the weekend, um, beginning of the week. So hopefully everybody had a beautiful, amazing, safe week and weekend. I know this was what they call it, the holiday week. You know, we had the holiday that um, started us off and then we, you know, we transitioned to a beautiful day yesterday, which happened to be my birthday. So I turned right. here older, flipped the page a little bit. So that's always amazing and exciting to do. Also, <laughs> we premiered Make It Make Sense. Um, it was a dope show. If it, hopefully everybody had an opportunity to catch it. If you haven't, go out there and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you already haven't. And even if you watch it, watch it again. Let's get these numbers up and out of here. You know, we got another exciting um, um, part two, not part two, but another episode, episode two coming up real soon that has been shot and is... Um, in post-production. So, you know, that will be coming to you guys real, real soon. So thank you for everybody's support yesterday. I, I got so many texts, so many calls, so many everything with such positive reviews, not only for myself, but also for Katie. Um, and shout outs to everybody supporting and make it make sense. You know I mean? We're going to make it make sense tonight as well. So as you can see, I'm campaigning tonight. As you can see, right below it is my full government name. 
Not because y'all don't know who it is, but that's my that's my what is that called? My Cash App handle. If anybody wants gracious and say, "Hey, Nell, happy birthday," I left it there for for everyone to to partake in. Say, "Hey, happy birthday to Darnell." So yes, make sure y'all send them Cash Apps, y'all. You know what I mean? I'm broke over there. I'm, I'm a poor guy over there. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But I was getting ready to say no. And once you get it, let me hold some. I got you. <laughs> let me hold some. But I do want to say I would be remiss if I did not say happy 27th birthday to my kid. His birthday is today. Um, so just want to send some love big out cancer. to my young king. I'm big cancer. Big cancer is yeah. definitely in the building. Yes. For a couple of more days, you know what I mean? So we definitely going to make our noise and do what we got to do over here. So shout yeah, out. Yeah, then y'all going to scoot out the way for the Leos to make oh, their way. That's what's happening. That's what's next. The Leos. That's what's next. The Leos is up next. <laughs> okay. Yes. So we got this opportunity. Let's make as much noise as we possibly can and turn up as, until the Leos take over. And shout out to all the Leos out there. Y'all time is coming soon. All right. So without further ado, let's jump right into the, into the icebreaker question of the day, right? And it goes a little something like this. What is Thread? Do we need another social media app? And what is your favorite social media platform? Ish, you want to tell us what Thread is? Mm -hmm. All right. So um, for those of you who may not know just yet, um, Thread is a new extension of the metaverse. Um, it now stands side by side with Facebook and uh, Instagram, and it is now the third counterpart. Um, it is very similar to Twitter. Um, and it is just a format, you know, where uh, people are able to express themselves in bits and pieces by writing, um, you know, thoughts and things like that. And it, and it is, again, it is very similar to Twitter. So if you were on Twitter, it's sort of like that without all of the bots and all of the freak shit that was popping off on Twitter. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I am on it. I did sign up. Um, I've been scoping out the place for a minute it's cool. It's cool. I, I don't know if it'll be my favorite, um, but I definitely did hop on and see what all the hype was about. What about you, Nell? Did you did you get on it? Absolutely. I'm on Thread as well. I liked how it paired up the, um, you know, pairs you up with the Instagram and Facebook network, so you didn't have to you know, go searching for your people or things like that. I like the fact that we don't have to worry about political things on there, like we were seeing on Twitter. Um, a lot of the sexual content that we seen on there on, on on Twitter, we don't get on on Thread. So it's just it, it feels like a, it, it's new and it feels new, but it also mm -hmm. feels like somewhat of a, a breath of fresh air a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. But we'll see. You know, we'll see. You know, yeah. we what we have seen though is anything that you know that metaverse that meta universe has created seems to take off. Just think of it does. People have res reservations about Facebook when it first came out. We all on Facebook now. Yeah. People had reservations uh, about Instagram. We are all on Instagram now. Okay. Or people going to have their reservations about this, you know, about Thread. But we'll all be on Thread. Thanks. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. What's your favorite, though? What's your favorite? Because, I, I mean, I could tell you what mine is, but what's yours? For posting Facebook, for seeing Instagram. Oh, Instagram, that's Instagram gives you a little bit. It feels like you're you're a little bit more in the, in, in the moment on Instagram. Uh -huh. Moving, it's live. It's you know, Instagram was designed to be like a photo album 
of life in real yeah. real time form. So that's what Instagram, you know, gives me. Facebook is more like are you post people come, you know, whatever the case may be, you the congregation and then Instagram is eternal. Right, right. So for me, I would say honestly, I'm not even gonna hold you. My favorite is TikTok. The reason that my favorite is TikTok is because, man, listen, I learned so much stuff on there, like whether it be from recipes, whether it be from um, herbal medicine, whether it be from whatever, like whatever it is that I am looking for, I can find it on TikTok. It's just a different format to to um, deliver you know what I mean? That information. So TikTok is my favorite. I do obviously like Instagram. That's my second favorite. And uh, again, like you said, it's just, you know, a picture book of life. And so who who doesn't like that? Facebook, unfortunately, is my least favorite. Why? I don't know. I can't even tell you, but I'm not a huge Facebook fan. Um, but hey, it is what it is. We got to be on these socials to to engage with our people so you know we gotta like them all honestly sure absolutely um that's a that's a good tip i i, I typically don't don't frequent the tiktok like mm -hmm. that it's two apps that i really really am like foreign to is tiktok and, and snapchat mm -hmm. but what you're saying is you know TikTok is, is teaching you know you're learning a lot of things i've seen people say they've, they've bought things from tiktok that that has changed their life mm -hmm. so, TikTok on a little bit you know what i mean see what is going on What's up, people? What's your favorite? Let's drop some things in the comments. What's your favorite? Are you an Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter thread now? Are you TikTok, Snapchat? You know, what are you? What's your favorite? Black people meet, tag. <laughs> Not black people meet, though. They still got that? They got it, yeah. I think it's like some new at BLK or something. I'm not be seeing a lot of folks up on that, you know, with their little profiles and stuff. You know, I ain't know black people meet was still out and about though. Little day and apps, they they still going strong. I know some they still going strong. Hey, listen, people got to get out here and find what they want. Sure, some of the people in the comments is on there. <laughs> <laughs> so Tara said, "I like Instagram and TikTok." Um, Angela said, "TikToks became one of my favorites, but Snapchat is my favorite at the moment." Loretta said, "Facebook." <laughs> <laughs> Poor hub desk. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's that. That counts. That counts. So as we as we pouring her born out of here, I'm gonna go right into it. Let me take a quick spin. <laughs> do you love me, Kiki? Do you love me? You know who's in that song? Drake. Drizzy. And now, Kiki White, Kiki Shepherd. What's her name? Kiki Kiki. Kiki Shepherd. You know what? Not you don't took it back to the Apollo. Not Kiki Shepherd sauntering across the stage. Cut it out. Kiki Palmer. So Kiki Palmer, boyfriend, baby father, living daddy and nanny is singing Kiki. Do you love me? After Usher serenaded her at his residency. If you haven't been to Vegas to see Usher's residency, please go check it out. It's amazing. You will be, you will be pleasantly surprised and entertained. Tickets are expensive though, but it's well worth it. But going back to this, um, Kiki Palmer's um, baby father um, called her out for dancing up on Usher in a self or a very revealing dress. What's your thoughts, Ish? 
Listen, listen. Do I mean, I don't know if everybody has seen it. Has everybody seen the video? Because if you have seen it, then I don't know why he was really bugging about it. So we got but a video? I think we got a video. And I think everybody should see this video. So let's take a look at this video and see what y'all think. Now, looking at this video, Ish, right? As we see Kiki turning around, sashaying, doing her little one-two, do you think this is disrespectful? No, I don't. I don't feel like I don't feel like she's being disrespectful in any way. Kiki Palmer is a brand. Okay. She is a brand. She is in the entertainment industry. Whatever. Whatever she needs to do to continue her brand, she's feeling herself. She's got the amazing glow up going on. She just had a baby. Okay. Uh, her skin is clear. Her body is bussing. She is feeling herself right now. She is feeling good. And any man standing next to her should be loving the glow up. Okay. It just doesn't seem that he feels it's being respectful. I don't see how it's being disrespectful. She wasn't grinding on Usher. She wasn't twerking on Usher. Usher wasn't even being the normal Usher because he has serenaded some chicks that was a lot, you know, a lot more physical than that. It was a very respectful embrace. I feel like, okay, they slow dragged a little bit. She turned around and showed her little cheeks. Okay. The two entertainers on a stage with a crowd full of thousands. Like, they putting on a show. This is what they do. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree. Um, if that was my lady, would I feel that same way? No, just knowing. You got to know your lady, right? And I just think she was she was in the moment at that moment right there. Um, I, think, I think where he's hurt, where he's butthurt is just how she's playing into the moment. But again, as you said, she is an actress, right? Thanks. You know, that's what she does. This is Usher. If you've been to the experience or if you've seen the experience, he interacts with majority of the female entertainers that are in the crowd. He's done this with Taraji P. Henson. He's done this with Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. He's Yesterday, he did it with Sweetie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, I think the baby father may just be upset that he's not there with her. Because he showed her cheeks on uh, online before. He's posted videos of her twerking before. She was in her underwear and her bra before he's posted her. So I, I understand that, okay, she might have had on a sheer dress that, that showed the cheeks and all of that. But, sir, you've posted her in her underwear and bra before. So make it, what would what, what Nell say? Make it make sense? It make sense. it make sense. Because you can't. Like you said, maybe it's because he wasn't there. Because how is it a problem now? And she was very classy. Even though her cheeks was out, it was a classy situation. She wasn't raunchy with it. It wasn't uh, uh, out of pocket, in my opinion. It, it was uh, risque and, and sexy, but it wasn't like 
ratchet or nothing. So I don't know. This is where this is where I always come in and say, um, how private I am. If I had these same sentiments that he shares, Mm -hmm. and I felt that I was being disrespected or Mm -hmm. ever, I'd have went to the internet. I would have face to face or through a phone call, because. The moment I take it outside of that is the moment I allow the world to come in with their opinions, with their negativity, and with their biasness. Right. Seeing it didn't go for him at all. He was ever since he he said that that what he said last week, last Sunday, it is ballooned and, and got out of out of pocket for him. Um but again, if you felt disrespected, the person you you take it up with is your lady or your your man, or your mate, or whatever. Because at the end of the day, putting on for for social media is is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's where I felt though he took it too far. Yeah, so you can. Everybody has their everybody has their um their way of thinking when it comes to whatever it is. Is their you know their their breaking point. But the yeah. One, Take it from outside of your home and you put it for the world to see, then you're mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then, like, you know, everybody, you know, I see people saying, hey, listen, we don't know exactly what their their household is like, what their agreements are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and you're right, only only they know. And Kiki knew when she put on what she put on, and when she stepped out how she stepped out, that either she was going to be. going according to the agreement or going against the agreement, whatever it might be. So therefore he could have waited till she got home and said, listen, we've had talks about this or whatever the case may be. I'm done with it. Or, or, you know what I mean? They could have addressed it solely between one another, not on the internet. Absolutely. But I want to definitely um, address this comment right here, you know, and we got to make it make sense because we, we did hear, you know, when we had a show about this before hugging, how y'all say, hey, that's inappropriate. So mm-hmm. if it's inappropriate for one, then we got to make it make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying that the hugs is inappropriate, say them for, you know, say them for whatever or or, or mm-hmm. no hands on, then we got to hold this young lady accountable as well because she's in a relationship. But again, where it got crazy for me is the moment he jumped on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever he did and he put it out there, his the disrespect that he felt from his lady. Right. He allowed, and w- when you do stuff like that, you open the door for people to disrespect your lady outside than you, and you're not supposed to. It's supposed to be you're protecting her from all of that outside smoke. Yeah. So basically, he just wanted he wanted people to hop on his bandwagon, like you know what I mean. He didn't care about uh, uh, what what light he would be shining on her during the midst of that. Like, you know what I mean? He wanted to get any pe- anybody that was going to be like, yeah, he right. Kiki was out of pocket, this, that, and the third. That's what he wanted to do. And that's exactly why he went to social media. We talk about this a lot. People do that just so that they can get those individuals that are going to agree with them and so that they can feel sure about what it is that they're saying and doing. So, I mean, you know, and... I don't know. I don't know. There's so many different perspectives that could be had on this one. So accountability, as we said, is you got to definitely take accountability from both sides. Um, it's a sticky situation, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got people that's going to say, I'm going to do what I want to do regardless of what anybody else has to say. 
But then too, those are the same people that want you to also be respectful of their feelings and their wishes when you're out in public. So again, we can't be, we can't flip flop when it's convenient for us. And, 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 but we can't hold somebody else accountable or hold them hostage for something that they do that you don't like. So you kind of got to, you got to kind of understand it again, for me, where it gets sour is the moment he went and attacked the moment on this big platform, because it leaves her out there vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Her vulnerableness is where you come in and you protect her from that. And you shield her from that, from as being her man, as mm -hmm. being her child's father and as being whatever it is that y'all have together, that's where you come in. You, you can't put her in the line of fire, even though her core support was there. She, her core support was definitely there from, from mm -hmm. the word, the moment he put that punctuation on and sent it, he's seeing the smoke. But again, mm -hmm. I think it was in poor taste that he went that route. To that went that route. Yeah, absolutely. And T, you are absolutely right. I did say, a hug is fine. An embrace is fine. I don't care. I hug. I'm a hugger. What I say? I'm a hugger. Just make sure them hands in that placement is cool, and then we all good. We don't have no problems. Hold on. Was because that, I am sure. Look at this. This place good though. We got to go back to the video. Look, look. Was yes, the her? placement was good. It's hard. It's the middle of her back. It's not the nape of her back. It's not resting on her ass. So her and they're not even close. Their their pelvises are not even touching. Right. They are rocking. Yes, they've embraced. It's not grinding. She's not when she turned around to show her cheeks. She wasn't twerking. They are, again. They are entertainers, and they separated. Okay, she was feeling herself. Now listen, I I don't take away from her boyfriend's gripes. You know what I mean? We just take a. I said, I did not say at the fucking <laughs> team. Now you just exaggerate. Away from everything. Listen, you better hug her neck. Yep, you better no hug way. her neck. Did I did he... not. Did I say at the next team? No, I didn't. We're going to have to find that replay. I don't think I said the neck. But I don't take away from his gripes. Like, I get it. But we're not talking about... Um, just everyday people like you and I, you know, we're talking about two entertainers on the stage entertaining period. One thing and I do say the whole thing is the person that was the most mature in this situation was the person that was personally attacked. Kiki Palmer. Once yes. she has done throughout the whole process is she kept her mouth shut her mm -hmm. home. She did. She's dealing with that privately. She didn't come out afterwards and share texts and DMS and, 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 and things that we see now, people sharing a whole bunch of information. And she didn't go on the, on this tirade of him being a no good guy and whatever, whatever. She's been very, very quiet. Mm -hmm. She got shirts for sale, too. She capitalizing off of it. Thank you, sir. But what that is going to do is add money to their household. So it's still, right. still, it's still, a, it's still a good play on her part. Yeah, but I love right. the he she didn't go the route of, the, of, of a scorned woman. And take her to the streets and, and 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 air out a whole bunch of dirty laundry or whatever the case may be. She held her head up high. She continued to keep her dignity. She's shining bright, and she and she's moving in silence, which shows her mature her maturity in a world full of people who want to get back the moment that it goes on. So, shout out to Kiki Palmer for the glow up. Shout out for her for for um being who she is.
positive black woman. Mm-hmm. Gotta make sure we say that. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Dalton Jackson, get your life together. So he learned it from me. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's from Philly. We we you know we gotta teach our Philly guys a little something. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, watch Uncensored Minds, my brother, and we'll get you right back to get an art. Thanks. <laughs> My boy, actor, my at my guy, actor Jonah Hill. We know him from a number of different movies. Wolf on Wall Street um, comes to mind when you think of Jonah Hill. The 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 John with him and Eddie Murphy that just was out there with with um, what's her name? Nunu. Lauren London. Or London. They got a movie together that that's their latest movie together. Jonah Hill wants peace and gives boundaries to avoid cheating. Now. His ex-girlfriend, right, they're no longer together, went on a tirade. So she actually did the opposite of what Kiki has done. And we just gave her kudos. They broke up and she said, you know what? In order for me to find peace, I got to be toxic. (laughs) (laughs) What she did was she showed um, some text messages that her and Jonah Hill shared together while they were in a relationship. Um, and I guess she she was trying it because the text messages that was sent weren't bad text messages at all. And like, yeah. So I mean, basically, you know, she she feels that by sharing these text messages that she considers uh, misogynistic um, and controlling. Uh, is going to, by sharing these is going to help her heal. Right. Um, but instead it actually shows Jonah's maturity in my opinion, um, in the whole situation, because it basically says, Hey, listen, I support you in everything that you do. Uh, however you want to live your life, whatever you might want to wear. If you want to have male friends, all of that, but here's what I need, right? Here and, are my boundaries. And let's talk about his boundaries for a minute, right? Because he clearly lists them. Something that, that we hear all the time as men that we don't put out there, right? We're not communicative enough to the point where where we where the other party would understand exactly <clears throat> what we want and where we're coming from. But Jonah was right on. Mm-hmm. He said, plain and simple, if you need surfing with men boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men posting pictures of yourself in bathing suits to post sexual pictures friendships with women who are unstable in an unstable place or from wild and recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful i'm cool i am not the right person for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness as i support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you are based on the way these actions have hurt our trust in the past. So him saying that must have meant that she has exhibited these behaviors before. And he's telling her, if we are going to continue, these things have to have to stop, ceased before mm-hmm. we can. Absolutely. He, he also goes on to say, I'm sorry I said that. I had a couple of beers and I'm just upset, feeling like we can't do surfing social things 
without uncomfortable situation arising that usually feels like my fault somehow. I feel you put you pull away and then the feeling of being inadequate creeps in. I think I'm a social I, I'm not socially intelligent enough to meet your needs as a partner. Then I get frustrated and angry at myself and I just want to trip, rip the bandage off if I'm not good enough for you. In moments of conflict, my brain thinks you want to dumb me, you want you want to dumb me down because I'm not good enough for you. Right? And you can do better. And and we will immediately once things end, you'll get you'll find someone else. And she said, You're right. <laughs> You're right. So I just think that um him, him as a man understanding his his own social intelligence, as he said. Um, his way of doing things and his way of coping with certain situations, but also his boundaries that he will not put up with um, have to be conveyed. And there's nothing wrong with conveying your, your, your emotions and your feelings and the boundaries that you have set for your, for your heart, right. To maintain mm -hmm. a relationship at, at a, at a healthy, consistent level. What do you yeah. think after hearing that? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I honestly feel like that that was just, I mean, I can't see how you can view that as being narcissistic and misogynistic, especially when he's saying, listen, I support you and I'm going to love you regardless. I'm just telling you what I am not able to deal with and how we cannot be in a romantic partnership if these are the things that you choose to do. By telling someone those things and by outlining those things, that is that alleviates a bunch of bullshit. That takes away... And, 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 and removes any, any nonsense because here I am outlining it for you. Now I'm pinpointing it for you. If you can't adhere to any of these things, then he's basically saying you are not the one for me and we are not to be together. It's simple. This, this, this alleviates years of being in a relationship where you're arguing and you're constantly tug of war, you know, you're constantly battling and going back and forth with one another. This alleviates a lot of the nonsense. And I just have to commend him for being able to do that because you know that there are not a lot of people that will do that. They'll say, hey, I am not looking for X, Y, and Z. And then that is it. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't get down to the nitty gritty as such as he did. And I mean, he outlines it perfectly. You know what I mean? And he's expressing what is what makes him feel uncomfortable as we all should, you know what I mean? Be able to do that. Um, and then the partner should be able to say, hey, listen, I can't live up to your expectations or your requirements or your boundaries. I can't do those. We got to move on. Like what's wrong? You know, I, I, I think that's so good. Like take it or leave it. I, I agree. Um, also, too, you know, when you when you really say you love a person, you got to look within yourself to see if those boundaries that they put there that they're placing for themselves, or you know, that they need are are are, are what you can do it as well, right? So the things that he asked for is nothing out of the realms of 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 the possibilities. He didn't ask you to scale a mountain. He didn't ask you to, you know, to go kill Donald Trump and bring him back in, in a plastic bag. He just said, all those frivolous things that you're doing with these men, I need you to stop. Mm. All the things that you, all these trips and outings that you're going on with these women that are, that are, that are baseless, mm. 
that have nothing positive to add to your life, but is continually putting you in these situations that have us going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I, that's something that we need to, to discuss, yeah. you know, and that's a conversation. And, and, and I think it's a mature way of looking at things. I actually took mm-hmm. note because the way that he broke it down, the way that he continued to keep his composure, mm-hmm. he kept his composure and said what he needed. He also kept his composure in explaining where he came up with these things, but he also allowed her to meet those expectations mm-hmm. or Thanks. expectations. He allowed her to digest that, mm-hmm. to see if that was something that he could do. And he still said, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to be there for you, but I just can't. Right. Together if this is where you want to go. Right. Maturity at its best. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how she got bandwagoners. Like I'm confused at how anybody could could say that he was being misogynistic. Like now we can't express our boundaries without being, um, you know, viewed in a certain light because we want to express what's necessarily needed for us. But that just that, goes, that just goes back to some of the things that has been that, that has been talked about by the by the men on the panel about um demasculating men right the moment that we 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 come on here i mean that we come and say anything that will ruffle feathers is almost like oh we're being sassy (laughs) or you know we're being you know we're being misogynistic or we're being um what's the other one that they they like to use narcissistic narcissistic but you know all those things were labeled all those things when we share our our thoughts and ideas for something that will ultimately add value to our lives the same way add value to your life as well. Right. It, it, it just seems to be heartbreaking when you, you get to these impasses or you see these things happening where we can't work these, these issues out. The first thing to do is, is run and then blast the person on social media so you can feel better about yourself. Yeah, because I don't even see what, what's her purpose of doing that. He wasn't rude. He wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't saying, yo, like, you know what I mean? You, you, you have male friends. I don't want you to be having like, it, it was none of that. So her sharing it just, I don't know. I, don't it, know what I just don't, understand. I, like, I have a, I have a hard time understanding the need, the need, like, please somebody help me. And, and, and I, and I, and I, and I'm taking this to the comment section also and to each and to anyone throughout the course of the night to be able to help me understand this. I do not feel, I don't understand the need for people to go on to social sites and blast people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the, I don't, under, for the life of me, I don't understand where we can, where we, where it's okay for us to, to air laundry, dirty laundry. I don't, I don't, I don't understand where, where, where we have to get off post by, demeaning someone else's character or putting someone else down or for lack for, for, for entertainment purposes or for like purposes only because all it is is for a fucking like why we have to use somebody else to get our post off why so can somebody help me to understand it well i think for some people i think the easiest way to kind of wrap your mind around it sometimes um is, is for some people you know it is their form of of therapy, right? 
Now, we might not understand that concept. Just like she said, she feels like a part of her healing process is to share this with others. So that way they, they are able to see what torment she faced. And this was a part of her healing process. So I think for some people, oddly enough, it's a, a therapeutic thing to, to, to share to whether it be negative, whether it be uh, a yearning, whether it be uh, a positive thing, whether it, whatever it might be, people find the need to gravitate to social media for their own reasons that we might not necessarily understand. But um, people, I, go ahead. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Mm -hmm, that's okay. But but people don't understand about that when they take on these. When they take on those, that energy, what if someone else is behind the scenes looking like, damn, I like that. I'm interested in her. I'm interested in him. And, you know, now that they single or now that they free or whatever, I'm, I'm going to make my move. But then they see all this wild shit that's being posted and they pull back like, mm -hmm. I don't want none of, no part of that. Because if mm -hmm. that's happening here, it's going to happen some way, some way with us. Right. Right. But I we're, yeah. we understand that we're auditioning at all. We, we, we are. This is a dog and pony show for real. Right. This is mm -hmm. a dog. So we're putting on a, a, a act or a show for people and either they're going to buy the tickets or they're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And asking ourselves in these bad lights, when we go out here and we do all this frivolous, these frivolous things that will demean somebody else's character but also it puts us it puts the onus on us to like all right cool you went through that mm -hmm. i got it. you mm -hmm. got it you understand mm -hmm. you've moved past it because you're free from that why do mm -hmm. you keep needing to go back to that why do you feel like the need to 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 beat you you think it's strength in that in that mm -hmm. negative perspective that you putting out there i don't mm -hmm. get it right don't, right Hey, what the comments say, Ish? Why you talk? Why you say that? Mm -hmm. No, no. I just was going to basically just kind of piggyback off of that and just basically say, like, when people are doing it, they don't see the other side of it. They just get the feeling of release at the time that they are expressing themselves online. You know, they don't think about the what ifs. They don't think about the who's looking and who's watching, who might like them, who might be getting the negative vibes from what it is that they're posting. Like they don't think about that. It's just a form of release for them at that point in time. You know what I mean? And, and the repercussions that come on the other side of it, you know, they ain't really thinking about that shit. Like, you so, know, so I, we did implore the, the audience to, to chime in. So Angela, mm -hmm. no, not, you taking it as bashing, but for them, it's just getting it off your chest. All right. So y'all mean to tell me, by trying to put somebody out there or put your business out there to the world who has no stake in the game, none whatsoever. Though the world that we're putting it to had nothing to do with the relationship, partnership, or whatever that y'all share. So why do you run to them to get it off your chest. Hmm. If you walked away from that and you cleared yourself from that situation, aren't you, or, or isn't it now off your chest? Why do we need to go and tell the peanut gallery 
of the inadequacy adequacies of a relationship that we were in as well. The denominator in those equations has us in it as well. So do you mm -hmm. understand where I'm coming from? It's like, all right, cool. We're getting it off our chest. Thank you for the comment, Angela. Um, we're getting it off our chest, but we still have a common, we're still a common denominator in those problems. So hence, if the problems keep arising on your pages, because you keep posting these after every interaction with somebody or every instance with a relationship or whatever, now people going to sit back and look like, damn, you was just in five joints this past year. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is it them? Or is it you? Right, that's now they like, I'm going to stay clear. I, I once probably was like, I was going to jump in or whatever or whatever. Or how can I believe this person now? Because every time they got something, they in something, then they get out of something, they got to they, they gotta put it out there. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm trying to get it. Like, I'm trying to understand the, the, the mythology out of it, like the, the, the whole ideology of why needing to get off of our chest to the world who don't care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's the but that's the thing too now. Like it, it, it could very well be to the world who don't who don't care, right? But to them, there is somebody on the other end of those keystrokes that care. Now like okay. to them. All right. You that's, know what I mean? So is the people that on the other side of the keystrokes who care, is it the ones that like it? Or are they just liking it because they want you to continue that negative energy? Because sometimes, have you heard the more negativity that you put yourself in, the more negativity gravitates to you? People, people, some people just don't want to see people happy. So they want to continue that perpetuation of, if I like this, I know I'm going to get another post about negativity because I know they're going to go down that lane. You got some people that if they don't, if, if you don't get no likes to it, you, they'll, they'll quiet that down for a little bit. Right, right. And the likes is what, yeah, the likes, you, you saying that the likes are what drive. Yeah, is that, is that more? Yeah. Track? I want to know. I'm just asking. I'm trying to, I'm trying mm -hmm. to make it make sense. Make it make sense. I, I agree with you there as far as the likes. I mean, because that's honestly, you know, a lot of the social media uh, 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 reciprocation. Do you see that? Right, absolutely. And when you comment and don't agree, you all in their business, and then they put it out there. I've seen that. The moment you don't agree with them, or you or you check that, or you mm -hmm. make a comment that's ain't on the basis of what they saying, now they're getting an attitude mm -hmm. down your throat, telling you to mind your business. Right. What for me to see? I know. I know. I'm just I'm trying to understand people. That's right. it. There's no shade. I'm just trying to understand. Why there is shade. Right, right. And 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 circling back to Jonah and, and Sarah, is that her name? Sarah? What's her yeah. name? Sarah? Huh? Like she didn't need to post that, especially after the fact. It's not like they're going through the breakup. They are no longer together. You know what I mean? They're no longer together. Name in the in the comments. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. I don't know if you've thank been you. before, but if you have, thank you for your presence. Yes. It says an act of wanting people to feel what they felt and bash another person. Yes. I guess. Mm -hmm. Diana says, honestly, it's just like those reality shows. They want an audience. Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I guess. I guess. That's it. 
And they said, I think they want validation. They want someone to tell them that they're justified for feeling the way that they do. But these are the same people, Millennia, who say, I don't care what nobody has to say. I live my own life. I don't need validation. You'll see it. Like, I I just want y'all to pay attention. This is me asking. Pay attention when you see them type posts. Pay attention to them type of people because they'll tell you one thing. They'll say another thing. And they will do a complete opposite of all of that. They'll tell you that. Then you comment. They'll tell you to mind your business. But they want validation and justification and all that. Mm -hmm. Just to go back. It's the people that's just a a, a storm inside of them. They don't know which way is up. They don't know which way is up. This word, is this word associated with that? Is this a good word for them? They want to be a victim? Because when you say that to people, they get wrapped up in arms. Like they, you would have thought you called them B word or the C word or whatever. You're a vic- You're playing this victim role. No, I'm not. You get all flustered and they get all hyped and they get all excited. But is that not really what it is? Well, I mean, you know, it depends on the basis of the posts. Obviously, you know, some posts that people share don't necessarily have to be about anything, but they're sharing a lot of everything. You know what I mean? Um, so I guess it could just really it could just really all depends on 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 the basis of the post, and you could be like, "All right, well, yeah, she just trying to play the victim, or he just trying to, you know what I mean, get ahead of, of the the mess that has been created." Like, you know. And sharing the story for relatable reasons is fine, but not over and over, honey. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Angelina is, is is sharing a lot of personal. Um, things and she says well me personally because i can't speak for someone else i deal with on a personal level reach out to me but people think i post everything but i really don't you know so um sarah says that's why i have to be the teaching example of these types so of I, I i knew it's i knew it's kind many it's a word but shout outs to you that's why you I, made it a word right i made it a word <laughs> I mean, welcome. But mm-hmm. that's why we have to be the teacher and examples when these types of issues pop up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said change behavior only comes from um, being the person that affects that change. If you are succumbing to that, they're only the audience of one is just them. It's just you. Yeah. So if you're that audience, then they're performing for you, and you bought a first class ticket or a first front seat ticket to the circus that they are putting on. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Be careful because you can get yourself so wrapped up in people's posts and and, and 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 be a source of inspiration. And the moment you say something that they don't like, they flip mm-hmm. it on you. So be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you again for all your comments on that topic. We definitely appreciate. Yes. We're gonna run right over to um to Pornhub with this with this next one right there. You know, T's favorite, T's favorite social media sites. So actor, I mean, Adam 22, who was one of those podcasters. You came on for the, um. T T said, wait, I heard Pornhub. I heard Pornhub. Let me hop on. Let me hop on. I heard Pornhub. Believe it. This your app. This your lane right there. Yeah, this your lane. Adam 22 let his wife smash a BBC. Not me, but she let him smash a BBC. Um, 
for the first time in, in what is it, 15 years that they've been married? Mm-hmm. That he allowed her to do a sex scene with. Well, they've been together. That they've been together. Right, I think they, they just, just got, got married. recently married. Yeah, they right. just got married. But they, yeah, they just got they married. Together for a, a stretch. And she's a porn star. Adele. She's a porn star. They both are. They both are. They oh, both. she is one too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He, she was doing scenes with What's up, y'all? females. Now she allowed him to do a scene with a black male who has um, paws. I can't even say this part. He's you don't need to pause that, dog. He got a 15 inch dick. 15 inch dick. We, we grown here. Yeah, yeah now. <laughs> Look, got, you said. We, we, we grown here, man. Um, By the way, she said that she was in pain for three to four days. After having sex with that 15 inch dick. All right, who got beef? Who who? Who got beef with the situation? <laughs> I mean, listen, he definitely I mean, there's probably a lot of things that he took into consideration <laughs> when they sat down and they discussed this uh move that was financial, right, business, business elevation. All right, so um, let me let me let the people know, Ish. Um, so this is normally what they do, right? So they got a podcast where they interview. Uh, sometimes it's regular chicks, sometimes it's other porn star females, and then they do the like the interview with them, and then they might go out have a couple drinks, however it may be, and then they normally shoot content. So mm-hmm. this is their normal everyday, you know, occurrence. But it's normally, you know, a threesome with. Him, her, and another chick. Mm-hmm. So there's never been an occasion where he's had a threesome with her and there's been another dude, or there's never been an occasion where he just uh, got some content of her fucking another guy. So this is the first instance where after, I think he said she allowed some, they been up to like 100 threesomes by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think he said they have done a hundred threesomes by now, and this is the first time where he's allows her to go and smash another guy. Mm-hmm. Now, me personally, I would have said, um, don't choose the black guy with the 15 inch dick. But Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's just me. But she was a fan of you know the guy that she had uh the sex scene with. So he hit the ball up and he said, I want you to partake in this content and have sex with my wife. And they are set to make upwards to 10 million on this one specific content. Mm -hmm. So let us know in the chat if y'all have any issues with this arrangement. Um, No, no. Bring your ass back on screen because I need to ask you. (laughs) No. Hey there. If you're Adam... Are you partaking? And what? And <laughs> letting your wife smash somebody else. Oh man, I, I'm gonna work for my ten million. Fuck all that. <laughs> that's, my lady. that's my wife. That's my. That's my. That's my queen. I'm not. I'm not. No amount of money in the world would allow me to pimp my woman out. I cannot do it. I will um, not. Angelia, it's Adam Twenty Two. I don't know his wife's name. Uh, her name what? is uh oh. Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper. He has a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I forget his wife's name. Right, the girl that got smashed by a fifteen inch. <laughs> but but just, just look up Adam Twenty Two. Um, 
lets his wife smash a BBC. <laughs> and, and it'll come up. All kinds of things will come up. Right. <laughs> he's yeah. actually on the podcast discussing how he got to this place, what made him, you know, in the position to go ahead and let this happen and mm-hmm. how he feels afterwards. So he did send out a tweet afterward that said, everything is good. My wife's recovering from getting the 15-inch dong, and we're moving forward. Right, right. He did say he he did say he felt a little jealous. Then it kind of went away. It wasn't like a big deal, All and right. then her and then her pussy went back to normal after. Right. <laughs> right. He, said, he said my wife's pussy is back to normal now. All right. Normal. All good. What's up now? Your wife to do that. What happened? Are you doing it? Adam twenty two. Your name is Adam twenty two. And y'all both porn stars. If she, right. let, if she let me smash one hundred six, and this is our regular lifestyle, I, I'm not a. I don't play that one side of the road kind of shit. Like, if I'm doing shit on my side of the road, all all fear and love and war, man. All right, right. That's different. But you said no. Are you letting your wife? No, I said if you are Adam. I ain't. <laughs> you said I ain't Adam. I ain't Adam. But see, I don't even. I, mean, I don't even. I guess. All right. So we playing a role of Adam, right? Because if 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 that's the lifestyle we both chose or whatever it is, what it is. But that's weird, man. Like, god damn. But but yeah. you don't think you don't think that that's fair. You don't think he owes her that. Like, yeah, if that's what she want to do. No, not if that's what she want to do. If he let, if he, if she's giving him a hundred threesomes, bro. <laughs> What's up? But that's what I'm saying. That's she has to want to do that. I can't right her that. I can't come to her with this proposition and be like, look, right. no, you no. can't threesomes with a hundred women. No, it's not his proposition to her. It's something that she's always wanted to do, but he was never on board. Right. He was never on board. It's being selfish. Right. Mm-hmm. And here's what my, her name is Lena, by the way. Okay. I would love to ask Lena, how is it like I can't fathom having 15 inches and then going back to say seven or eight? <laughs> I just can't. So that would be like my first question to her. What so so what if the 15 inches was painful each and you enjoy the seven the whatever number you said <laughs> six or seven? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, but honestly, she wants to do it again. So even it with it being painful, she said it took her four days in order for right. it to not hurt, and right. she wants to do it again. Like they're considering a threesome. With All right, so. Adam, him, and her, so she wants that dick again. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she's uh, going as she now she's going on on these um on these public tours and things like that, and she's saying she loved it. She said it hurt yeah. for days, but she would not mind doing it again. Right. So, so what I want to say is that um the majority of the like porn star women i've heard say that they'll they'll take you know the huge cop but they don't want that every day they don't want that like in a relationship kind of you know right right well yeah yeah i i i get that but i'm just saying so if you have a man that has a 15 inch dick and that's your man 
you're taking that shit every day like a G. No, I don't think no, I don't think no woman wants to take that every day in a relationship. Man is a John, like come on, e, she ain't taking. Yeah, I mean, so he just never going not have no significant other because his 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 dick is just too big. A lot of times that is the case. But listen, I okay. <laughs> she's on board for the 15 y'all she's on board for the 15 is anybody else in the chat Listen, I'm, the just I'm just saying I'm just saying what's up what we doing <laughs> not only was she getting it in her um her cooch but he was hitting anal. her butt too he gave her, yeah. An- yeah. He gave her anal so she mm-hmm. got it from she got a triple penetration she got the mouth the butt and the, and the vagina yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then and then if they do a threesome together and she does it with her husband and him like this is that hus- now to me huh the husband probably gotta go first get that's him. what I was getting ready to say that's gonna be like wild you know what I mean so he probably would have no, to like Adam no, would probably no, have to go first no no listen to listen to your sentence you, you the husband and you gotta go <laughs> you gotta first go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm- you 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 sliding in that joint under the fifteen? My yeah. nigga, if, if if my nigga, if it's my chick, I'm not going first and then another nigga smashing my chick. But then you get up in a you get up in a get in it. I don't she- give a fuck, my nigga. There's not going to be <laughs> never a time where I go first and be like, all right, I'm done. You can go ahead. <laughs> right, I was saying you better get your little shit off first and then. I'm going to finish this off. That's what you're saying? Yeah, I mean. This not, not for me tonight. This is not yeah. a topic for me tonight. <laughs> what we doing, man? What we doing? What's the next? She wanted it out. She said, but some women like, look like pain and pleasure. So, Thanks. Mm-hmm. 15 in a, in, a, in a booty hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Some, some women is with the shits, man. Yeah, but I think for her to be able to endure that, that like had to be there. She was already crushing on him, so oh, yeah, that, that's, he was already that's, yeah. That's the thing. She's always yeah. had a crush on this dude. She like, always had a crush yeah. on him, so he probably made her pussy wet. Like you know what I mean? It's probably a, a vibe already. Ish, isn't that a thing with women that you know y'all can stretch out? Yeah, absolutely. She said she didn't feel like her pussy was stretching though. That's why she felt like she was hurting. But yeah, it's it's able to take that. We bust babies out. <laughs> The, the vagina is yeah, so, is, so yeah. even even if it's in the ass now, if she's used to getting anal, yeah. she good. Like after it's gonna be painful, like those first couple strokes yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she's gonna be like she was calling them little niggas, like yeah. <laughs> like five minutes in, she was calling them little Thanks. niggas. <laughs> I mean, you know, you figure baby's heads is is wide circumference, little 15 inches, you know, ain't that bad after a while. Energy. But they, but Adam twenty two got to realize they say once you go black you don't go back. So my man, don't get lost. <laughs> and that was our entertainment quick spin. People, thank y'all for joining in on our entertainment quick spin. Um, before, you know, as we transition to this next topic, this is something that the three of us here, um, we you know have to reinforce as we go into this topic here because we are from this area. Literally, it's two blocks from where me and T grew up. And a few blocks from where each um, grew up as well. Um, Southwest Philadelphia, um, Southwest Philly's mass shooting um, was an unspeakable, unthinkable act that took the lives of 
eight people, five adults and three children. And before we, you know, we jump into this topic, we want to make sure that we give it the proper respect that it's due. And, you know, for all of the victims that are wrong, want to make sure that we um, send our condolences to the family and also a prayer for the streets because it is insane out here in this world. Um, but the shooter, the mass shooter, um, as they want to call it, um, as they want to call him, um, happened to be a transgender male um, who we still don't know what the reasons behind it was. Um, but as they continue to interrogate and question that, that those stories have come out um, even more. We do have a few funerals planned on um, this come up and coming week for some of the victims. So again, our condolences go out to the family and friends of all of those that lost their life in this tragic um, event. Um, down in Philadelphia, Southwest neighborhood, mm -hmm. to be exact. Mm -hmm. Facts. I yeah. want to say, um, I have seen this craziness. <laughs> like just driving around Southwest, I, I seen a tranny boy like a couple times. And I'm gonna show y'all the picture if it if it ever comes up if the Wi-Fi, you know, works with. Be me. ugly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a little strange looking. And he definitely looked odd. His family said that, you know, that he was having, well, not family, but people close to him said that he was having a few days before he was displaying like really erratic behavior. He was posting a lot of things on social media about, um, you know, just neighborhood policing that he was apparently doing on his own. Um, he actually was posting about the Second Amendment, which we all know is the right to bear arms. He was having a lot to do with that. A lot of political um, individuals he was, you know, uh, uh, reposting and, and, and quoting and things of that nature. And what is significant about his situation is that AR-15 that he had, along with the other guns, were ghost guns, which is a big problem in the city of Philadelphia, um, where, you know, people are going online and buying these untraceable guns um, that, you know, you can either put together yourselves, there are YouTube videos, et cetera. It comes in pieces. It comes in a box of pieces. You put these guns together. They have no, um, they're obliterated, period. Like you, there is no trace to these guns. So um, they made us, the captain made a statement that these, the guns that were used were in fact ghost guns. And so, yeah, he he definitely um, looks a little off. And and its name is um, his name is called Kimber Kim Bradley Cracker. What a name! <laughs> what a name! But the way Nell said it, I mean, even outside <laughs> of it being the name, but just Nell putting his little spin on this. Now we're not gonna play with this topic right here because so many people mm -hmm. look. And this is Absolutely. something. This is something that is is a um, epidemic, right? It's going around and it's touching different neighborhoods and different cities and different states. We far too often we said, and I've even uttered these words: "You ain't gonna see that shit in the hood. You don't hear mass shootings in the hood." And right in my own neighborhood, somewhere I call home, Southwest Philadelphia, where I grew up, food blocks from where my mother actually lives to this day. Right. My little brother, I got my little brother, he lives right at the 
middle of the block of that block that it happened on. He could have been outside. Him and his mother could have been outside. She could have been going to the mailbox. You don't never know in these type of situations. And that's what's so disheartening with this. Um, Again, as East talked about, um, the the commissioner's office, Philadelphia spoke out on this as well as um, suing these ghost gun companies, you know, for making them so accessible to just the public and not having any sanctions and going through the proper channels as they, as you would need to buy a firearm. Um, it, it's just, it's craziness out here. Crazy. Um, and, I do want to say that, you know, how we grew up, this would have been, you know, somebody that, you know, we probably teased, played the little jokes on and things of that nature, but the times have changed from that. We can't move in the order or the actions that we used to. So all of that teasing and name calling and bullying and cyber bullying and all that, we got to kind of nix that in a bullet. Mm-hmm. So let me apologize then, because I said something that was that was distasteful. I said he's ugly. And I want to take that back. He's not ugly. I'm sorry. This is this is a serious subject, but now I mean some things I mean you learn from you learn from hearing, right? As you said, bullying and right, right. I get that cyber bullying and all of that narratives and opinions are reasons why people like this go on these type of sprees. Chemical imbalances, the constant picking and constant bullying, and then someone else's narrative that has no legitimacy to their life. Mm-hmm. It had no legitimacy to his existence, right. or lack thereof, or, or or whatever, or his mm-hmm. or his family's love for him. It was it was it was again distasteful. So we got to be cognizant of that. And when you realize when you're wrong, you have to not only apologize but correct your behavior. So thank you for pointing that out to me. I wanted to make sure. That I, that I retracted what I said by saying that. Um, also, if you, you know, you notice somebody in your family or your friends or just somebody in general, if you see them kind of like going off the rocker, if you are not in a position to help or talk to or console, stay away from them too. Should we? Yes. Because <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> Yes, because it's dangerous. Being somebody who um, is very short-tempered, <laughs> right? Um, being someone who is high-headed, um, what I would say to, to to people who 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 don't understand what that looks like when it when it when it hits them, when a person is giving that to them, that energy to them, like that high-headedness, the 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 best thing to do to diffuse the situation is to change the subject. Change the subject to something positive to get their mind off of what. what but what? no, but no, since we from where we from, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen people be outside in the streets, you know, skitsing or acting erratically. Mm-hmm. And we know certain people that will egg that on, that will mm-hmm. continue to agitate, mm-hmm. <laughs> that will, you know, instigate it to, to be a bigger problem than what it was instead of, you know, clearing out. How many times have we seen it ourselves? 
Right. In it ourselves. We got friends that probably, we was just talking about this Thursday, not to put anybody's name out there. We have close friends that would probably egg on the situation. Right. You know, right. Allow that situation to be blown out of proportion even more just to, just for a few chuckles and laughs. Right. Right. And, and that's, and that's the times that we live in now. Yeah, yeah. Because I was going to say, no, like if you you talking about it, like when we were growing up and we were coming up, like that was commonplace, especially in our neighborhood, like to be able to just like snap on somebody, like talk shit and, and make jokes and all of that. And yeah, like some people would feel some type of way. It might result in a fist fight or something like that, but everybody busting it up the next day. And, and you know what I mean? We on to the next to the next joke, to and the that, next that's, laugh. That's, that's also like you gotta kind of know who you doing that with. Yeah. So you right. gotta kind of know, like, all right, this person can handle, you know, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I'm doing. But just think, just think too, <laughs> right? The level of things that people are consuming nowadays is so different. Drugs, right? Pain. Drugs is being cut with so many different chemicals that is affecting the affecting mm-hmm. way that they they move and they think, right? So the drugs ain't even the same drugs that they was using back when we was the way people, the foods that we eat, the things that we put in our bodies, just the things that we consume on a daily basis, entertainment, right. music, all of those things creep into our minds and it takes us to a different place. Mm-hmm. And you would never know when somebody's breaking point is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hug your people. Thanks. Hug your people for various reasons like this because it could be a situation where you send little Bobby to the store to get some cornmeal and he ain't coming back. Or your grandson or your son is outside talking to his homies and he's not coming home no more. Or even on the flip side, the family of that of the shooter, maybe a hug that day would have made them think twice about going out there taking some lives. Mm-hmm. That warm embrace would have said, "Damn, somebody love me. I'm gonna mm-hmm. chill. chill out." I also want to reiterate that um, just being outside ain't really safe how it used to be at all. Can you tell them to? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't really have no reason, you just out there just to be out there. It's really not the time or the place for that. Like. If, it's, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do, you gotta kind of go on a vacation it's, or go to a different place. Like where we from, it, you are sitting target if you just standing outside chilling. And yeah, that thing, right? Because right. we grew up on barbecues. Right. We grew up at yeah, the black time park court. We grew mm-hmm. up chilling on the corner, just talking and chilling, not doing nothing wrong, not selling no drugs, but chilling. We grew up on that. We grew up in the neighborhood. We are from a neighborhood. We ain't from, you know, Sticks, Alabama. Mm-hmm. There's row homes and, and people on top of each other. But what happened? That's how we got to this point. Where we are now. Now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What right. I don't know. He popped up. He 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 back on. You see me? Right. Hear me? Yeah, um, yeah. I do want to say rest in peace to you know the people that were lost That's and um, send some prayers up for the people that are still fighting for their life. Yeah. And this guy, um, he did all of this rampage shooting, and then when the cops came, he just basically was like, "All right, <laughs> y'all got me." <laughs> and there was no, it was no hassle with the cops, <laughs> and they just arrested him. And we'll see how this plays out as far as. If he pleads insanity and X, Y, and Z, 
Mm-hmm. But the main focus is to be careful, people. And stop just teasing people. Like, we tease each other because we're friends and there's a level of trust there. Mm-hmm. But don't just tease people that you don't know and you don't have that level of trust. Like, it's not good right. either way, but at least in your friend circle, you know, certain mm-hmm. things get a little, a little past. Mm-hmm. What's up, man? What we doing? Yeah. Before we move on, again, let's put some prayers out there for Laura. Um, Laura Robinson, one of our top fans, been here for for a minute. Uh, we, we 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 appreciate her her comments every week. Her niece's father, right as she said, um, was due to walk her down the aisle at her wedding today, and was a victim of that shooting, which is which is crazy. Another one of our homies, Rafiq, um, his son was caught in a crossfire, and he's fighting for his life in a hospital as well. Um, so, you know, these tragedies hit so close to home, um, and God forbid it knocks at our door. So let's keep a vigilant eye on making sure that we are checking our surroundings, that we're vigilant, making sure that we are, you know, leaving the house and coming back the same way that we left in one piece, healthy and safe. Um, and I mean, making sure that we are telling our, 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 our loved ones that we love them. And not just saying that, but showing them as well, so um, you don't have any um, any regrets, which we're, we're still going to have. But you know, you at least said I love you, and, and you know that wasn't the last time. You know, being the last time you speak to them, and then also talk to your kids, right. your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your little brothers and sisters, and let them know. You know what? Slow down on the teasing. Right. Slow down on all, on, on, on all that. Slow down on the bullying. Slow down on all that. You know, I mean, be the peacemaker instead of instead of the hellraiser. Facts. Um, I do want to tell the people, make sure y'all have liked and shared the video. Um, we will be uncensored. We will be moving as one unit soon, so we will be recording in the same place. People is coming soon. It's gonna be a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all are excited. <laughs> we we will be recording soon in the same place, so make sure y'all have locked in, got y'all memberships. There will be exclusive content dropping tomorrow, and hit the live bell notification. Absolutely, thank y'all again for always supporting and rocking with Uncensored Minds as we continue to as we continue to keep chugging along and reloading the clips. Now, I mean, you're going to start to see a lot of exciting new things that we did, that we talked about coming to fruition. So, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. As we jump right to our next topic, checking the boxes. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wow. wait a minute. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna tell y'all what, how this all came about. Um, no, change the banner uh, at the bottom. I'm gonna tell y'all how this all came about, right? So, normally I try to stay off Facebook because I find myself getting entangled <laughs> into these drastic debates <laughs> about. Whatever it may be. So the post simply says something like, um, ladies, don't, you know, don't stray too far because there's always somebody better. Like, there's always a better man than the man that you had, whatever. And it just fucking bothered me to the core (laughs) because it was like, no, there's not always somebody better. Mm Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and then it came about on this checking boxes thing because the conversation went from is there always somebody better to what are your actual boxes and what boxes do you require? Mm-hmm. And I was simply saying that everybody doesn't check, you know, all the boxes or whatever your personal boxes may be. Or if you even have a specific somebody, like if you have a soulmate or, you know, somebody that you connect with on a certain level, you're not always going to find that again. You may find somebody that's different, but I wouldn't say you're going to always find somebody that's better as a connection to you. So what are y'all thoughts on, do you believe that you'll always find somebody better is the first question. Uh-uh. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, like we talked about so many times, we live in this microwave era where everything is like instantaneous. It's supposed to come out and it's supposed to just be like the greatest thing ever in like three seconds. Right. But if you've built a level of something with someone, right, you've built a level of consistency, knowing you consistently love them and they love you. They consistently go out of their way to show you in their own way that how they love you. It's hard to find it out here nowadays. You know, we build these structures only to try to only we try to build these structures, right? Courting, dating, you know, even even building long term relationships only to tear them down and 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 try to find problems with the structures. Now the structure is in place for a reason. The structure is in place to let you know that the structure is sound. It's just the redecoration of in the inside that just needs to be done. And that's and that's key in life. I was talking to somebody today and they was telling me that. Um, people want to be married, right? Because it sounds good, but right. people don't want to be married. Right. I said, that's a double entendre. They said, people don't want to put in the work that it takes to continue that marriage because, yeah, you can get married. Say you're married. But what activities are you doing to make sure that your marriage lasts? Right. right? We're changing ever so we're changing ever so often nowadays. Just look at us. You can be one way to today and next day, your mindset is totally different, right? Mm -hmm. Body-wise and also spirit-wise. So Mm -hmm. people think that they can live in this, oh, I'm good because I did this and I don't have to change or I don't have to look into the things that that my mate is doing and see they're changing. I don't have to teach them about me anymore because they're supposed to know. we got to cut all these innuendos out because we miss the key points of love. Right. Ish, do you, Ish, do you feel like you'll always find somebody better? No. No. I I do feel like um, you know, obviously there are never going to be each box checked right. for that person that you might be with. They might not hit everything for you, right? right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the next person that you go to is going to check all them boxes either. They might check, you know, a couple boxes that's a little bit different than your previous person, but they may missing a lot of the other things that your previous person had too. So I never feel like, you know, you're always going to necessarily find someone better unless you just already down dealing in the dumps. Right. Where, then, then there's no way <laughs> up. That, that, like, so what if you had something great? You, you might not find something great again. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, it, I don't it, believe that there's always somebody better. I think that right. that is a false statement. And when mm-hmm. it comes to the, the boxes, do y'all have uh, 
certain boxes and do you fulfill these boxes and would you choose somebody who exemplify in one box mm-hmm. I'm going to take that for a second so my boxes the boxes that I had checked I fulfill mm-hmm. and the reason why I say I fulfill them is because I fulfill my own happiness right. the one that adds to and complements it Right. If I can't give myself the happiness or the or the or 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 vigor of just to want to wake up and, and enjoy life, how can I ask somebody else to give me that? So the boxes that I have checked are things that I require of myself. Right. I, I, I I'm I'm looking for companionship, not someone to complete me. Right. Right. The boxes that are needing to 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 the requirements that are needing to be met are already met the moment I see you and I entertain the idea because I know what I'm looking for. Now, yes, we go through the motions of getting to know each other and we can grow into what it is that we need to satisfy the other person. That's why I said these fucking boxes that they talk about on these social sites and these red flags and we got and we got so many people's mind combobulated, discombobulated because it's the trend. Do you not understand that love is a growth it ain't just an instantaneous process. You, your mate, y'all grow together. Y'all simultaneously are growing together. I'm going to at one point have a deficiency, but over time, my deficiencies are going to become become more of a of a place of oh shit, he finally got it. Um, so let's stay right, let's stay there for a second. Now, is there instances where somebody's never going to fill that box? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, my requirement. Mm-hmm. I, I, I might have lofty expectations. Right. There's mm-hmm. not nothing wrong with that. We're supposed to have mm-hmm. expectations, right? Mm-hmm. But we gotta give a person an opportunity to to, right. to meet those requirements mm-hmm. and find that will that 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 we that that need to be met. Right. And this requirement in five minutes, and you don't know. Yeah. And now not only that, like individuals might not necessarily, you know, check that box off in the beginning. Right. But the more and more they know you, the more and more they learn you, the more and more you guys are in a relationship together, that box may very well then be checked. So you have to allow opportunity and space for those things to, you know, fill in. Because if you don't, then you're never going to know. And that person might not never get an opportunity to learn. Or to, you know, to to fulfill that specific need of yours and check off that box. All right. So um, I had made a simple checklist, right? <laughs> just because I was pissed. I was pissed off. I was yeah. sincerely pissed off. I was sincerely pissed off. I made a simple checklist, right? And somebody told me that more people check all of these boxes than not. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell y'all the list, and then I want to ask y'all if y'all feel like more people check all of these boxes than not. Are you ready now? <laughs> now say, here we go. Bullshit. Here we go with the bullshit. Here we go with the bullshit. <laughs> you had to get a drink. Yeah, get y'all, get y'all drinks because we about to get into some shit now. Once <laughs> uh, you piss me off, then I gotta take you off the fucking cliff. <laughs> so, are y'all ready? Is you ready? I'm ready. All right, so y'all can play along in the chat as well, and y'all tell me the person has to check. All of these boxes. 
and tell me if more people check all of these boxes or more people don't check all of these boxes. So the list goes like this, man. Uh, Physically attractive, smart, not broke, good sex, a great parent and friend, funny, and knowledgeable about like entertainment things like sports, music, movies, TV, whatever your thing is. Mm-hmm. And is like uh emotionally in tune with you. Nope. So do, y- do y'all think that more people check all of these boxes than not? No. Ish. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, don't play middle of the road. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, I feel like the majority of the people do. You do? You feel like majority of the people yeah. check all of these boxes? All of the boxes, then no. Right. No. The mean. majority of the boxes, I, I will say maybe yes. I Not feel all like of that, them, though. I feel like, I, I, hold on now. You can answer this question, but I feel like Less people check half of the boxes, but go ahead, they'll ask your question. <laughs> and it's not no, and not no problem with it. Like I can think of things, I could think of four boxes that some people have no, no, no clue about checking. Facts. Four, <laughs> one. Facts. Four, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, sneakers too. That's a box. Um, funny. Ain't nobody got humor no more. Facts. Everybody is <laughs> tight. You say something to somebody, they get, they get bent out. Of- Right? Yes. People not funny. Facts. People, people are not funny. funny. And, people and they can't take a joke if they is funny. Or they don't, if you're taking a joke, they don't know which, if you're even joking because they're so wound up. Facts. <laughs> What's the other one? What's another one? Um, Physically attractive. Yes. Everybody's physical, physicalities is, is, is going to be what that person looks like. I mean, to, to each his own with that. But it's a lot of things that just ain't going to be. Ish, 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 ish. Wait a minute, ish. Wait a minute, ish. Here, here's the one for you, ish. So everybody's a great parent and friend? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Hold on, might not. No, but that's what I'm saying. That might not necessarily be one of the boxes that's checked off. Is everybody great lovers? Thanks. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You're right. Okay. 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 See, see, that's the benefit of the doubt shit. It's not. It, 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 it resides in me. It in me a lot. Giving people the benefit of the doubt, saying, "Hey, listen, these people have all of these things." But and then, in reality, when you really, but when you train your mind like that, the right. moment don't happen. You're disappointed. Right. You're ready to walk off. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, "I know this person is flawed." But I like them enough. We rocking, right? But that's what I'm saying too. Not only that, I feel like a lot of the times when you have an individual who says, "Okay, this person doesn't check off my boxes. I'm gonna go elsewhere and look for that." That's people that are are kind of sort of searching for things within themselves. Let's say right there, Ish. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say right there, Ish, because even in your own personal friend circle, don't you want to surround yourself with people that are smart and that can bring something to the table that right. can elevate your situation. You don't want to be around people that's going to bring you down. 
No, I've seen some people choose friends who don't have shit going on because they want to be the leader of the They want to be the leader of the bunch. But they have be that that alpha and have everybody gravitate to them. You got some people who only want it to be about them and they gravitate to people who don't look good, who don't have much smarts, who don't have much going on, but mm -hmm. they surround them because they know they will latch on to them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I see Sarah and a couple other people saying, where did the boxes come from? There's always boxes. Y'all just might not, you know, phrase it that way, yeah. but they there. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. there. Whether it be you don't like short guys, you don't like you don't like fat niggas, whatever it may be. There's right. always boxes there. There's preferences. There's boxes. However you want to phrase it, there's always a box there. Mm -hmm. So, hey, so Angela says, I have a question for the the panel, the cast. How many boxes? This is fucking beautiful. Do you think you fill or check off? This is fucking beautiful because I created that list because I check every fucking box. <laughs> the fuck are we doing? Well, that's what I'm saying too. Not only that, like you know, you figure you give a lot of things. Everybody might not check off every box, and yes, you check off every box, but some people check off a good portion of those boxes, right? Right. So if you if you don't have something on there, it's great if you have a person that just checks off every box, especially the ones that you have outlined for yourself. But if you don't have one or two or three boxes, then is that a, just a complete throwaway or no. is it? No, I'm not saying that that's a complete throwaway. What I was saying and why the list was created was because somebody said you can always find. No, you fucking can't find somebody that's always better because they're not going to check all these boxes. They right. might check a different box better than that person. And you right. might like that. That might be your specific main box. But right. no, they're not going to be a better all around person than that person. All right. right. So here I just Google relationship health checklist box let's run them down for a quick minute and see if, if if these are some things that we are doing or not whenever i think about my partner i smile but a box that you check Thanks. is it a box that they say they can check when it regards to you if someone asks how are we instantly and honestly can you reply great would you do anything for your partner without expecting anything in return? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We regularly talk, laugh, kiss, hold hands, and share beautiful, intimate moments. We as hold on, hold on, Nell, because as you're going down this list, I just want to tell the people that you should pay attention to these buses because they can kind of give you a temperature on where you at, but go ahead now. <laughs> we have our faults, diff different opinions, but we share our thoughts lovingly, agree to disagree, and come up with solutions together. Is that a box that you check? Facts. Mm -hmm. If one of us is out of sorts or tired, we give each other the space of support needed. Is that a box that you check? So, boxes are everywhere. Thanks. Those things are little intricates. But just think about the plain and simple things. This is this last list I'm going to share 
These are plain and simple. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on now, because Sarah said, "If I like you, I like you." I don't got nothing. So Sarah, if it don't got nothing to do with nothing, what you, what is it about them that you like? Whatever you like them about, that's a box. Your boxes. <laughs> what are we right. talking about? Right. But <laughs> I think what she's basically saying is just the context of the checklist or the box list. Like you know what I mean? I have the things that I like, but I don't. I don't focus on checking off those. Boxes. Right. That's what I'm saying. You don't want to phrase it that way because you don't want to seem, you know, unempathetic or unemotional about it. Mm -hmm. But when you, whatever you like that person, that is the box. The box. Yeah. Go ahead now. All right. So these are just regular basic boxes. Right. Laughing with my spouse. Is that a box that you check? Letting my spouse know I'm thinking about them. Is that a box that you check? Speaking genuine words of affirmation to my spouse at a box that you can say you check. Initiate. This is a key word. Initiate. Say it one more time. <laughs> Initiate. Caps. Caps. Say it caps. Not the caps. caps. Affection. Affectionate physical touch. Do you initiate that or are you sitting back waiting for it? It's a box that you have to ask yourself that you check. Allow your spouse to care for you. You may say, "Yes, I allow my spouse to care for me," but that is that is that is actually. In the um, Di Diane, Diana, I don't know if y'all saying it was never a thing. It was always a thing my whole life. <laughs> you might, everybody might not have seen it or viewed it in that fashion, but I've known this since I was a little kid. <laughs> Go ahead now. <laughs> Enjoying some sort of recreation with my spouse. Provide space and time for my spouse to relax. This is big right here. What's up? What we don't pray for my spouse. Thanks. Last one, pray with my spouse. So those two checklists more or less had to do with relationships and how those things look are you checking those boxes not is your mate checking those boxes are you 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 mm -hmm. you people that is here tonight and, and that was that was a key point no because i made the list off the boxes that i checked that you <laughs> checked right based on right so but <laughs> if i can i be real right i'm in a relationship and and I, the, list, the checklist that i just that i just read and I have to hold myself accountable. There's things on here that I don't do, that I know I need to do because mm -hmm. those boxes are intricate to her survival. Uh, her, no, actually, those boxes are key to my survival, right. our survival in this relationship, right? right? That's what we need to. That's what we need to look at it. How oh. can I benefit from these boxes? From the boxes. From the boxes. Right. 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 Look, Helen was saying, "Do it." No, Helen, it don't have to be with a spouse. Mm -mm. The, this is this is everything that two people come in, you come across with people like healthy relationships. Right, it's healthy relationships. It's people right. in general that mm -hmm. you know. If you're doing business with somebody, they might have to check off a different box than you because you need them to do a different thing. Different thing. It's always going to be there. You just haven't had it in the forefront, you know, of your brain, but it's there. Just think, it don't have to be with your mate. Let's say you're single. Are you laughing and joking with your kids? Right. So you open communication. Are you laughing and are you having, 
are you laughing with your your friends or letting your your friends know that you're thinking about them not where they think oh this is just a one-sided relationship that i got right. and i'm always checking on them and i'm checking on me yeah you got these things play hand in hand in no life. No, no, this is this is the thing that I I, I need to preach this because <laughs> they piss me off with this shit. <laughs> Listen, no, us growing up, right? Women or girls or females or, or however y'all want to be addressed, y'all might not have thought of this because y'all were the cute girl, and that's all that mattered at the time. But us as men, we knew about the fucking checklist, didn't we? Though you had to be cute, yeah. you had to be able to dress, you had to be fucking smart. There was always a checklist. I don't know what's happening. You had to have right, but see, I feel like too. <laughs> I feel like too. Most people are always so focused on what the other person is doing. They never take a minute to stop and think about the checklist and think about what they are offering and what they do. This is why things are always so lopsided. Right. That's that's why that's why that's the main important part of it. The checklist right. starts with you first. Right. Right. But, you know, being honest, most people are always focused on and zoning in on what the other person is doing. Nice. The other person point eight percent is to be honest right that's why i led with i don't have a checklist my checklist starts with me right everything else is going to fall in the lines of what i want because Mm -hmm. i'm holding myself accountable of the people i put in front of me right Right. i'm a stand-up nigga i'm attracting a stand-up woman and i'm not Mm going to settle for nothing less Right. Unless right. that's what I want. Right. If I want somebody that's not going to work, that's because I'm cool with it. If I right. want somebody that's going to work, we're going to do it together. Everything like that. I'm not worried about the intangibles because you know why? I mean, I, I'm not going to say I don't worry about the intangibles. Those things right there, people grow into their roles. Mm-hmm. Right? We hold people, we try to put people in, in these little boxes and tell them that they got to do this and you can't get out of this until whatever. But you don't allow them to grow. You got them so concerned constraint in this box that you don't allow them to open up and grow and, and be what you want them to be um i i just want to say uh personally as as a person you should be growing your own boxes you know what i would say this shit and i'll none of this shit y'all motherfuckers be running away from the right ones <laughs> i'm trying to replace them with people that ain't ain't nothing like them and y'all got a real hard time with that shit it's right, but this why is a reason why you can't seem to get that shit back. Right, right. One of ones be the one of ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But see, that's the that's the thing too. Some people are just impulsive. You know what I mean? So when they're in the mix and they in it, and it's like, oh, he's not checking my box, or or you know, this is not happening, or she's not doing X, Y, and Z. But this person do this. This person is able to this. And then that's the thing. They they're that's when they jump shit because they're being <laughs> impulsive and they're not slowing down. You know what else it is? They so used to listen to their fucking broke single girlfriends <laughs> who ain't got shit going on, but can give them bad advice. But you know what? When that broke single girlfriend, when she closed her door, you know who she closing her door to? That no good ass nigga that she always is talking about. Right. Um, also, no, I better uh, stop playing out here with you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> also, no, oh, I want to I hold on now. Hold on now. Also, I want to okay. employ the three good girls in life. 
Sonny told me you get three good girls in life. Better not fuck it up. Facts. Facts. Because you won't get her again. That's for sure. Um, I want to. I want to employ that. Uh, people in general just continue to grow their boxes, because if you only have one box, and then you come across somebody that you're, you know, you like or you want to be with, and that one box might not do it for them. Mm-hmm. So now you are trapped in your own one box. Mm-hmm. You as a person should continue to grasp onto other boxes, like learning about X, Y, and Z, whatever that may be, just to you continue. Growth is more than financial. Growth is more than emotional growth. Growth is whatever you want it to be. That's un- that's limitless. Yeah, You and, can and, continue to push that. And then with that, right? Don't just be hung up on one box. Allow those boxes to be to evolve. Like people will hear, oh, we got to do this, and they'll do that, and they'll forget that. All right, that box has been checked. Let's move on and create another box that's going to be beneficial. Don't just stay right there and think that's it. Continue to grow and evolve, and that's how that's how it, that's how these relationships start to take better new shapes. And and start to evolve in places that you didn't think was 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 ever going to happen for y'all, right? You start to complete each other's sentences. You start to you start to move in unison. Why? Because y'all now on a, y'all so synced up because y'all have had the time to cultivate these boxes and checklists and 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 grow into these roles without being held without being like a prisoner in that role. It's a lot different when you're when you're able to move inside of that role freely. You work, you work a little better. Mm. Outcomes is always much more positive. Um, Helen is asking a question, but I don't really understand the question. Yeah, question is a question. It's going to be off, but how do you balance it? Keep. Does that mean in like the the not checking off all of the boxes? It depends yeah. on wh- where you're visualizing each box. Like if if your value is high in a certain box, then you have to you know require that. Mm-hmm. If that's off, you can't balance that. Right. Or no, but but even if it's off, right? Don't don't we got to give people a, a, an opportunity? Right, but, right. I'm I'm speaking on the people that say fuck your box. Oh. <laughs> well, when the name changed to daddy, man. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and listen. Yeah, I'm speaking on the people that say fuck your box. Uh of right. course there's room for compromise and you know allowance of moving around in that box. But if you say fuck my box, then there's no balance. Right, but I feel like too, like an individual that say fuck your box is is a selfish individual. Right. From the from the get go, any anyway, like you know what I mean. And again, they're going to be chasing their own. Uh, they're just going to be chasing their own shit within yeah. themselves, like their their need for whatever. They're they're not going to take into consideration what it is that you need or what you need checked off because right. that's right. not that's, really their main goal. That's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. if if I like you and I'm interested in you, I want to know what your boxes are. I want to know. You know how I can f- help you fulfill your box. I want to know whatever your interest is, so I can be a part of that box. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But who, but that's, that's for a certain style of, of nigga. Not necessarily. I think, I think we, that's, that was my whole point. <laughs> Every, no, that's what I'm saying. No. And not, I, and, and, <laughs> Say that so put us y'all put us in slight years behind, like oh, for a certain style of nigga. That's for every let's let's just put that out there. It's, it's, for, it's for who it is for, it's all of us, right? Because you got us doing it, right? Is if that person's language ain't corresponding to yours, then he ain't the one. But it'd be it'd be guys doing it, <laughs> we're not gonna say it's. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I mean, absolutely, and I agree. And I, but I feel like what happens is people have those individuals sometimes, and they're and they and they go off of the the impulses that this person is not it, and then they go and then and then they try to check off the other boxes, and then realize that this is it. So the problem being is that you know sometimes we're we're. Not all of us, but some people are just searching for things that are just not there. Exactly. It's They're also searching called, for things that are not there. It's or, also called uh, self-evaluation. Or there's right. for right. things that they don't they don't have themselves. Right. They want right. else to fulfill something that they can't do for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it ain't even and people when you hear that they think, oh, it's monetary. No, no. It's a number of different things mm-hmm. that you can't for yourself but you want somebody else to give you okay. and that's unfair that's why i said my box i can fulfill, i can check my boxes that i got i'm already in in tune with that so anybody that's coming into my path is only going to extenuate them not not completed right so but right. some people want you to do what they what they can't do for themselves that's why you always hear i want happiness well what does happiness mm-hmm. look like for you and they mm-hmm. can't answer it or they give you right. some basic ass generic answer that they seen somebody else write. That's what I'm it, saying. They don't know. They don't know who they are themselves. You you ask somebody, well, what you what's your likes and dislikes, and they'll give you a rundown of a bunch of bullshit, and then you try to do that, and then they're like, well, you know, that's cool, but all right. Um, Helen, if you feel in somebody and you want it to be balanced, it depends on what balance looks like for you. So. Mm-hmm. If you checked all your boxes, you might not need your partner to check all your boxes. You might need your partner to check whatever box lies value to you. That per- that could just be companionship. That could just be that person being a companion to you that will give you the balance. So it all depends on how you view it. Okay. Thing is, we look for we we look for people to give us the power, too much power, mm-hmm. and then when they fall short. Or they are inadequate in our minds because they didn't do exactly the way they we wanted them to do it. We castrate them as if they are the scum of the earth, or they are can't they can't handle this or whatever. Not not knowing that you didn't even know how to get at that point at some point, right. and you had to figure it out. Right. So, it's not. It's not. A, it's not about um, castrating somebody or them not fulfilling your boxes. It's about not being oblivious. <laughs> that's what it's about don't be oblivious to who you are what you are what boxes you check what you require and what they require don't be oblivious and just be moved out here moving around and y'all don't even know what's going on if you if you walked up to if, if we did a poll right and we walked up to people and say 
uh, what boxes do you check? You know what the first thing that they gonna come out their mouth with? I'm a great cook. <laughs> I can cl- I can wash clothes and fold clothes. I can keep a house clean. I got a job. All those things that you just said, you need anyway to sustain sustain your own life. Mm-hmm. So saying something that regardless if me and you match up, you still got to do that. You got to cook. Mm-hmm. You got to wash your clothes. You got to keep your house and you got to work. So mm-hmm. what extra things does that matter to me? Right. The main thing right. is um, accountability. Accountability oh. and uh, acknowledgement of knowing, yeah, I need to work on this. Yeah. Or I don't possess that quality right now, but I'm right out. But some people don't want to be honest with themselves and say they don't possess that because everybody is just perfect. Right. It's the denial. It's the denial that eliminates the whole fucking system. (laughs) That's that's what it is. The denial blocks the whole system. Mm -hmm. I'm not... What's up, man? What we doing? Let's move. Well, on. I think maybe if people will get into step into their truth, and that just comes with growth. It like people don't allow even them their own selves to grow. Like you know what I mean, and to step into some growth and to take acknowledgement and grow. If you do that, then some of this shit will be it's it's, it's rudimentary. Like some of the shit will just just fall into place, and it won't be so difficult. Like because right now it's difficult. X. All right, what we doing, man? Cause they piss me off. No, don't let them piss you off. <laughs> they they piss me off. They told me this is the last thing I want to say on this, and I want to ask your opinion because mm-hmm. it sounds good, but I don't believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. Now, the statement goes that I got a everybody is great at what. In general (laughs) I'm not Just in general (laughs) Just in general What's your thoughts Mm -hmm. I I, I mean see To be honest with you like It it makes sense but then you Then you think about it the shit don't make no sense That's what I'm saying it sounds good It's not true It sounds good but it's (laughs) so not true Like and I mean it's, it's all boiling down to, it starts with you. It starts with you. If you start off in, in, a, in, a, in a wildly, like, unsure fashion, because you are not sure of yourself and what's inside of you, then right. it's just going to be a domino effect. Right. <laughs> with the other person's checklist. You know why? Because you're not coming to the table with your own shit in order. With your own thoughts, your own mind, your own wants, your own needs, your own desires, and all of that. So everything that somebody else going to do after that is going to be a, a domino effect. It's going to be plop, 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 plop. Well, why? And then you looking at them to say, hey, listen, you don't got it all in check. Well, you know what? Neither do you. Do, do y'all feel like everybody has the potential to be great? Or do y'all feel like some people just ain't never going to be great? No, I think, see, but it, here we go. Benefit of the doubt. Because what I was getting ready to say, I was getting ready to say, everybody has the potential to be great. However, if you if you stunt your own growth, your greatness ceiling. <laughs> Peaked out. Thank you. 
Like you could be as good, like you could say you this and that, and you could be as great as you want to be and all of that. But if you're not working on changing yourself and building yourself, your greatness ain't going to go nowhere. So you could just keep turning them little wheels on the hamster wheel all you want, and you can shout all of this X, Y, and Z. We got a new member, people. We got a new member. Hey, Carmel. Yes, girl. (laughs) Shout out to Carmel. Shout out to the new member, Carmel. What's up? Yeah, shout out. No, what's your answer, dog? I'm perfect. <laughs> that's a so question, you, man. <laughs> no, what's your answer, man? Uh, nobody perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all flaw. We all got a lot to do to 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 rewrite the narrative um within our life. Um do you feel like everybody can or will reach greatness? No. No. See, y'all are being honest. That's what I'm saying. The fucking truth hurts sometimes. The fuck? Yes, y'all are being <laughs> honest. Why they won't reach that peak? Just because they 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 will blame someone else for the reasons why they are where they are. Mm-hmm. So I ultimately am in control. Right. I change any everything that's around me. I can move away and change everything in and around me and, and make it work. But no, much rather take the easiest road, which is to blame someone else instead of blaming them. And you can blame yourself, right? Because I've seen people doing this now, blaming themselves. Right. That's a new thing. They're not changing their behavior. No. They're, saying, they're blaming themselves because it sounds good. I'm the fucking problem. I'm, I'm messed up. I'm effed up. I got issues. I know I'm the problem. But you know what? You're continuing to be the problem because you're not fixing it. You're just saying it because it sounds good. Mm-hmm. But once you, if you don't change it, then you're not doing nothing. It's still the same pattern. It actually is worse because right. you identify that you are a problem. Mm-hmm. But when you don't fix it, it's worse than if you did not know. All right. Fix. What's up, Isha Sonia? I don't know. Listen, I'm saying get your checklists in order. Start with yourself first. Start with yourself first. But we already know what tonight is. It's the erotic zone with Ish. I got to definitely, definitely, definitely shout out to the S gang. What's happening, y'all? What up? Shout out to Carmel, who is the newest member of the crew. Shout out to you, Carmel. Thanks for your love and support. Always, always, always. But tonight for the Erotic Zone, we got something fun. We got something special and spicy for you. We got a special guest. He hails from West Philadelphia and resides in Florida right now. So um, he is enjoying all of that beautiful, beautiful weather down there. He is the one and only the Venomous Poison. Okay, he is the face of CameronBrownLifestyle.com, which is the affiliate marketing um, business that he has going on. He oh, is ladies, also, are y'all ready for this? Is yes, the ladies is, ready for this? Is the ladies ready for this? He is also um, the face of PoisonExoticEntertainment.com. Okay, he goes by the name of Cameron Poison Brown on Facebook. He is one of the, 
I'm going to say amazing exotic dancers out of Philadelphia. He is one of those individuals that is going to bring all of your fantasies to life. He is poison. So we are going to welcome our special guest to the erotic zone tonight. That's me. What up? Thank you. Okay. Okay. What's up? I see you, Poison Jr. I see you, Poison D Daddy Diddy Jr. What is happening? What's up? What is happening? Yeah. Are, are we ready? You ready, Cam? Yeah, I'm just trying to get some better light. That's all. Okay. Well, we got you live. The ladies is here and ready for you. What is up, sir? Good, sir. How Shout out to the S Gang, man. <laughs> Shout out to the S gang. So let me, Kim, let me introduce you to T. That's Mr. Tenley himself. Mr. Diddy, Mr. Nell, make it make sense himself. This is the venomous poison. Ladies, say hi to poison. Put up some snakes in the in the chat for the venomous. Look at Janine. She's trying to get a show already. Look, Janine <laughs> said, are we getting a show? Well, Janine, you know, I got to keep down, it. Janine. Listen, Janine, I got to keep it PG. I definitely Look, have to keep it She's trying to get a box filled. <laughs> she over here trying this to get is, a box filled. Listen, Janine, listen, listen. We will make sure you have all his handles and all his tags right now. He, you, can, you can see, you know, the content and the shows and all of that on PoisonExoticEntertainment.com, man. But tonight we're going to keep it PG. So if you go to poisonexoticentertainment.com on my website, I actually have videos of me performing. There you go. So we're gonna keep it, we're gonna keep it PG the because we got the... there's pictures, and then under the pictures, there's videos of me performing. Yeah, so the yes, can yes. actually see what they're getting when they you know hire me for a show before they actually see me perform, they can see me perform. Absolutely, whoa, whoa, absolutely. Whoa, whoa. Janine says she's seen there. You go, see, see? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. poison. You got fans already, already in the chat. Janine says she's it. seen you a few times. I've been doing, doing it, time, baby. yeah. So, so why don't you do this for, for those individuals who haven't actually seen you perform or who don't know much about Wait you? Wait a minute, each do me and now need to back, back up for a second. No, 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 we're going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we gonna give you guys the opportunity and all of that good stuff. I just wanted him to like you know give a little background of his of his his story a little bit before we hop into the to the topic. So Cam, tell us a little bit about. And I keep calling him Cam because I know him um, very well. We've been friends over twenty years. Um, but Poison, if you could just tell the the um, crew and the people in the chat a little bit about yourself. Um. Well. I, um. I'm from West Philadelphia, born and raised, W-E-S-T-P-H-I-O-O-Y. Um, I reside now in Florida. I moved to Florida about 10 years ago. Uh, I don't know, East, ask me some questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, tell them about, you know, how you got started into the adult entertainment industry. How I got started. Um, well, uh, I've, I'm, I'm a gym rat. So uh, I was working out at the gym. And at the time, I didn't have, you know, any money. And um, there was a couple of guys that came through the gym that were exotic dancers. They had nice cars, the jewelry, the girls. And it was like, yo, put me down with this shit. And um, I kept getting the brush off, kept getting the brush off. So finally it was like, look, I'm going to ask these cats one last time. If it, you know, if I don't get no response, then it's not for me. So I finally pulled, uh, you know, Dre, awesome Dre. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I pulled Dre to the side. I was like, listen, man, I'm serious. Put me down with this shit, you know? 
And um, he said, well, listen, man, I can't really put you on stage because, you know, I'm just a dancer, but I can put you in touch with the right people. So he gave me the number to a cat named um, Magic. And um, I called Magic. I said, listen, man, I'm interested in dancing. He said, well, you know, come down and watch a show. <clears throat> and, um, you know, we don't let guys in. But because you are a potential dancer, you know, you can sit in the back and watch the show. And um, after the show is over, you tell me if this is something that you think you can do or not. So I came down. Um, I watched the show. And the first came out was a little skinny dude. Remember Freak Nasty? Freak Nasty, yep. It was a little skinny dude. And I'm like, this little skinny motherfucker can do it. And I'm already in shape. I'm, I've been in shape since I was like 12. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I'm like, if this little skinny man, he got paid. I'm like, if this little skinny motherfucker can do it. I definitely can do it. Then I watched another cat. Then I watched another cat. Then I watched Awesome Dre, and it was like, maybe I can't do this shit. <laughs> right. And because uh, he, he's a hell of a performer. But uh, when it was over, you know, Magic said, um, well, listen, man, you watch the show. You think this is something that you can do? I said, yeah, I'm going to definitely give it a try. He gave me the number to the lady that makes the outfits. Um, he told me what to do. He said, put you some music. This, is, this, this goes to show you how far back this was. We were, uh, uh, our music was on cassette tapes. Right. Mm. And um, he said, you know, put your, put put yourself a tape together and uh, practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it. When you think you're ready, you give me a call and I'll put you on stage. You'll be either first or last. Okay. Now, let me ask you that, like bouncing off of that. So you got a cassette tape together. You went to him and you said, all right, listen, I'm ready. Yeah, Were you really ready or did you make yourself be ready? What do you mean? Like I, you, I sucked did, the first time I got on stage. That's what I'm saying. Like, did you feel like you were really ready? Oh, I, I, thought I, was, I, I thought I was ready until I actually got on stage. And like I said, I sucked. I made $11 first time. That's what I was about to say. How much money did you make on your first I night? $11. $11. And, it, and, and at the end of the show, I was just like, man, this ain't for me, man. I made $11. Magic was like, man, the first time I danced, I made $9. Come back next week. Right. right. So I right. came back next week and... um. I think I made $12. And um, then I started to find out that there was more shows throughout the week. You know, they, that was Thursday night. I found out there was a Friday night. I found out there was a Tuesday night. I found out that, you know, so um, now I'm going to all the shows. And um, that's what you actually have to do. When you're a rookie, you got to go to the shows and then, you know, to perform. And when you're a rookie, you're going to go either first or last. You are not going to get a prime spot. That ain't even going to happen. Mm. And the um, prime spot is like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And um, so I started going to, you know, the different shows. And, and then I got some really good advice. Tank told me, you know, start. First of all, um, he, he told me to start doing Prince music because I was a Prince fan anyway. I mean, mm -hmm. who wasn't. But what happened was I was just listening to Prince just as a fan. Right. And Tank told me start listening to Prince and try to act out what he's saying in his songs. Right. And you'll have a performance. I'm like, huh? So now I'm listening to Prince with a different ear. Right, right. You, li you listening to Prince for like, to be oh, able to perform. And exactly, and he was right. If you if you act out the stuff that Prince was saying in the songs, you actually sort of kind of got a performance. Mm -hmm. Another thing he told me was, why, you know, because after you get off stage, you go into the audience and float. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you you right. get your money because the women come to the stage, they'll tip you. And then yeah. you may have fans in the audience that don't come to the stage. So if you don't go out and float, you're missing out on money. Right, right. Now, so, quick question, not to mm-hmm. cut you off, a quick question. Mm-hmm. What, in regards to the whole floating situation, right? And we do have some, some questions in the chat too. But in regards to floating, your when did you feel comfortable going to engage with the women one on one? Was it your first night or was it that 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 was not my first night, maybe about my third or fourth night? Um, mm-hmm. because I saw Pistol Pack and Pete uh, 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 after he got off stage, he 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 made like a trash bag full of money, right. and then he went out in the audience and made even more money. And mm-hmm. it was just like, oh my God, these motherfuckers are really getting paid. They were coming home with like seven, eight hundred dollars a show, a right. night. Right. You know? Now, was that your main goal, money? Yeah. Y- y- yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was your main goal, money. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, uh, once the, now you messed my you messed up my train of thought. My bad. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> but um, so uh, oh, and then and then he told me, you know, um. Another thing you definitely have to do is, and so I, I, what I would do is I would perform because I, either I would go first or last. So if I went last, I would have the opportunity to watch the show. And if mm-hmm. I went first, you know, watch the show up until it was my turn. If I went um, first, then I would perform, I would float a little bit, and then I would watch the high power dancers. And what yeah. Tank told me was, um, see a move that made the women scream. And mm-hmm. then what you do is, because all of our moves are recycled, but what you do with a move or what he told me to do with a move is see, if you see a move that somebody did that made the women scream, see if you can duplicate that move and then take something away from it or add something to it to make that move yours. Right. Okay. And okay. then what you do is you start putting together move after move after move. So you'll separate your moves with like a power move or floor work, and then some mm-hmm. hip movement, mm-hmm. and then a power move, some floor work, and some hip mm-hmm. movement, and now you're actually putting a routine together. Right. All right, so now, you know, staying in that in that phase um, in regards to creating a fantasy, doing your moves, intriguing the women, getting them to be engaged in you, to make them want to give you money, want to see you, want to be one-on-one with you. How do you come up with those things that create the fantasy for the women? Well, um, right off the bat, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a dancer. Like, I'm not going to go to the club. You'll never see me at a club on a dance floor with my silk shirt all sticky to me. I'm not that dude. I'm not a dancer. But I am a performer. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I work on my performance. You know, and if anyone has ever seen me perform, they'll know what I'm talking about. I'm not a dancer, but I can perform the shit out of a song. So what I basically do or what I try to do is I try to make that song as interesting as possible. Mind you, we don't really do entire songs. We'll do a piece of a song, a piece of a song, a piece Mm -hmm. of a song, and then an entire slow song. So the pieces of songs that I'll do and that basically everybody does, I try to act it out or, or, or give my best rendition like I'm the artist that made that song and I'm performing it for my audience or for right. me. So right. that, that's, that's how I channel my thoughts of making a performance. So making that's how I channel my thoughts of making a, 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 a fantasy. 
I got you. I got you. All right, let's go to the comments in the chat real quick. See, no stress says, what are some of your struggles that you deal with in the business? Now, we know this business is crazy. This adult entertainment industry business is crazy. What are some of the struggles that you personally deal with? Um, I, I really don't, uh, none really, because what I do is, or what I've done, what I found out to do is anything that, and this is life in general, anything that becomes a problem, I, I try to limit that problem. Here's a perfect example. Um, uh, 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 I'll tell new dancers this, because this is what I used to run into all the time. This was a big struggle. Um, getting to a show and not getting a number that you like, mm -hmm. you know, right. even if you're a high power dancer, it, it, you know, sometimes, you know, there's just so many high power dancers that you'll get your, your 14, your 15, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I started doing was as soon as you call me and tell me that I'm on a show, I negotiate my number right then and there. Mm -hmm. I'd like to be number six. OK, so you're able to do that. You're able to do that. Right. Yeah, you well because I, I know at that point the lineup hasn't been made yet. Right. The more seasons you are, you know what to do. Right. Exactly. You know. Mm -hmm. So taking that example, that that applies to everything. I try mm -hmm. to limit any um, struggles that I've come across in the past with mm -hmm. you know conversation beforehand, um, during the show, or even after the show. Right. Okay. So I, it, it has it has uh, uh, put my struggles mm -hmm. to a minimum. And I try to get information to you know to to the newer dancers or you know, yeah, um, or even even the seasoned vets was like, damn, I never thought of that. Right. So so where do you make your most money? Where if you could if you could say you made your most money, would it be in Philly or would it be in Florida? That's a question from the chat. Two total different um Venue, situations. Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and in Florida, unfortunately, there's no weekly shows. Okay. There's not one weekly show here in Philadelphia. There's like four weekly shows throughout the week. So you, there's no place to showcase your talent. All right. Mm -hmm. Here, basically, I mostly do private shows. Right. And how I, how I still uh, get private shows is through my website. Yeah. But um, there's, there, you know, so in other words, women used to, you know, literally support us in Philly, support us by coming out to the shows every single week. Every so single had to keep, you know, a new outfit, a uh, 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 new so. music, you know, mm -hmm. new performance and so forth. Um, right. I still do that because that's the school I come from in this game. But um, yeah, there's no place to really showcase your talents down here um, on a weekly basis. You know, so you would make more money up in Philly, you think? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I, I can't really say that for the simple fact that I do get a lot of private shows through my website. Right, right. Like, I'll, do, I'll do like maybe four private shows a weekend. You know? Oh, well, then that's good. So, yeah, right. you could, you have the potential to make. Yeah. Right. But in Philly, um, you would still get them for private shows, but you would also, you know, dance throughout the week. Like you can see, you don't have to have a job doing it. You can seriously make a living at this. Right. You know, like and there's, there's, there's 50 states in this country. I've danced in 37 of them and right. countless cities. Wow. Wow. Jamaica, Bahamas, Antigua, and Canada. 
Okay. So he gets a international dick. I can't. What, what, <laughs> what <laughs> international dick? Listen, what do you get more often? Okay. Do you get the crazy girls or do you get the more reserved girls? And which one do you like better? Do you like the more like crazy, more aggressive chicks? Do you like the more reserved chicks that you got to pull out, out outside of themselves? Which one do you um, like the best? Neither. I like the women that are having fun and participating and and aren't too crazy, you know. They're having a good time and spending money, you know. Right. Um, the reserved women, you know, no matter how, you're always going to run into that woman like, no, thank you. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you here? You know, right. and um, you're always going to run into, you know, the one that's had w one too many, you know, and you, you know, and, and, and she's trying to rip your clothes and, you know, women have fingernails, you know, like, yeah, sweetie, you just scratch me. Will you stop? Right. You know, and I have absolutely no problem with bending your wrist backwards and looking you dead in your face like, stop, stop. Okay. Right now. You know? <laughs> and if you continue, I'll have you put out. Right. OK, so that's what I was getting ready to say. You get the aggressive women. And you know what I mean? That just don't know when to stop. Right. Comes with every right. show. Right. So what do you think about the the makeshift movies about male exotic entertainers, you know, Chocolate City, uh, uh, Magic Mike and all of that? Are they realistic? Is it bullshit? Like, what it, do you it, think? It's, then? A, it's a mixture of all of the above. Okay. Uh, I, of course, me being in this business, I, I'd like to see you know, my game, you know, on the big screen, um, all of the above. I can definitely see like that would never fucking happen or, oh yeah, that's real. Um, perfect example, perfect example. Um, all the Queens men, the very first episode, they, they, um, they, they touched upon, um, the risk of beefing up mm -hmm. because, um, explain uh, what beefing up is for people I, that I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I am. I am. Um, Masterpiece, his name is Masterpiece in the dance game. I, I know Masterpiece and the ball head guy. Mm -hmm. have, you Queen, um, have you watched the show? I have not fully watched the show, okay. but I know some of the people. Mm -hmm. But I know Bolo and Masterpiece. Right. Um, Masterpiece, his character um, is uh, his, 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 his penis is dying. And the reason being is because he ties up too tight. What 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 we do as entertainers is um, when we get on stage, our dick is hard the entire time that we're on stage. And they're like, how do you do that? This is how we do it. What We, we wear cock rings. Mm -hmm. And what happens to a male penis when you put on a cock ring is basically a tourniquet. Okay? Um, if I got cut here, and I want the, if I got cut on my hand and I want the bleeding to stop, I would tie off my wrist. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if um, I want to keep my, my dick hard, I'll tie off at the base because what happens to the male penis when it becomes hard, it becomes engulfed with blood. Mm -hmm. So I want to keep the blood, my erection. So I'll tie it off at the base. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you do that a lot and over a long period of time, that can cause damage to your penis. And they touch upon that subject in, in, in um, uh, All the Queen's Men. And that was very accurate how they explained it mm -hmm. and what was happening to that character's penis in the show. Oh, uh, okay. So that, so that was real. That was real. Right. So that was real. So, but there's so many other things. It's like, that's bullshit. 
Right, right. Now, what you think about the hen parties? Do you know what the hen parties are? Ladies in, in the chat, do you guys know what the hen parties are? The, the parties, don't you don't, don't even know what the hen parties are. Party the hen parties are, you know, the, the male strippers come and then all the ladies sit around and suck their dick. Really? Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen that or heard that? I've been dancing for a while. Um, no, now, I, I, now, well, well, don't get I, nothing specific as far as it being a hen party. I've had women try to suck suck my dick while I was on yeah. stage, you know, and performing, but it wasn't like I actually went to a show where this was the objective. Okay, okay, so that's. So, so staying right there in that in that mood, what is the craziest thing that you've ever experienced? I mean, obviously you said you know you got people that's you know wanting to suck your dick, maybe even wanting to give you some ass or whatever the case may be during one of your shows. Like, what is one of your wildest experiences that um, you've had to uh, tap into? A uh, 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 woman trying to suck your dick while you're performing. Um, uh, uh, the money being offered to fuck a bride before she gets married. Um, yeah, so. that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now, would you say that it's easier, like the temptation of that type of thing? Because obviously, you know, you're there to do a job. You're there to create a fantasy. You're not necessarily there to execute on some of this shit. But um would you say that there has ever been a time where you've been tempted to yeah. do? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a question from, from the kids, from one of the cast members and in the chat who was setting up a hen party. Well, typically it is most of the times um, when I've seen them, they have been um, bridal bridal showers, bridal mm -hmm. parties, and then it's just all of the women that are actually, you know, just getting mm -hmm. together. They get the stripper to come, and yeah, they just all take turns, like, sucking. Well, I mean, I, I've had some wild parties. Like, I've had wild parties as such, but it wasn't, I, I didn't know it was a name for it. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I, me getting there, I perform so it wasn't like that was the objective. It turned into, into that. that, right, right. right. And that wasn't like the objective. Like they called me, like we're having a hen party, and you know, and like I said, I, I'm just yeah. being aware of the phrase. But yeah. um, that wasn't the objective. I right. have been to parties over my career that it has turned into that. Into that, yeah. Now right. I, 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 I didn't parties that, that was the objective for them going in. Right. They just, you know. But what you're having a good time, a couple women are drunk, you know. And mind you, in those situations, um, there's a couple that you know went a little further, but the, on that same token, you'll see on the outskirts, like, I can't believe that bitch did that, right? She's nasty. You see what I'm saying? So, when when situate you, you as a male dancer, you also got to weigh your options because right. you going a little bit too far mm -hmm. can also cost you money. Right. Because the woman that would have tipped you, she sees you allowed that to happen. She's like, I'm not giving him my money. He nasty. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, so you, you gotta be careful and mindful exactly, of the things. Because you could be taking money out your pocket and you not even realize it. Right, right. You know? Now now taught. T now I was T. Taught. 
you was taught uh, that as, early on? I was taught uh, uh, as a rookie, you know, uh, 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 just because pussy's thrown at you, don't take it. You know, don't fuck everything that moves. Mm -hmm. You're going to fuck up your own money. Don't fuck everything that moves. Right, right. You know? yeah. um, T says, ladies, are y'all are y'all going to a hen party? I mean, you can you can actually go and not actually perform in that. I can't hear what you say. <laughs> get on the screen, man. Um, get on the screen. How do you practice? How do you practice discernment when enticed? Huh? How do you practice discernment when enticed? Um, it depends on the situation. I, I, it it really depends on the situation. If if I'm not feeling it, or just you know, just it 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 depends on the situation. Right, right. Have you ever performed? And these are all questions from the chat right now that we're answering. Mm -hmm. Have you ever performed for the Mel Review at the Chit Chat Lounge in ATL or Luscious Playhouse? That comes from See No Stress. No. 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 Where when is what is one place that you would like to perform at that you haven't yet? Hmm. I've 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 been a lot of different places um mm -hmm. as as far as cities. Are is she saying specifically a club? Um I'm not sure. Um, I just go where the promoter calls me, you know, okay. um, yeah. I just go wherever, the, where, where, wherever somebody calls me for a show, I'm there. That's what I right. do. For I don't right. turn down no shows. Right. The only now, way that I'm going to turn down a show is if I'm overbooked. Is it right? Okay. Now, what do you do to keep yourself in shape to keep yourself oh. like looking Excellent for the ladies, because you know um, it's all about the visual, especially. I'm a gym, I'm yeah. a gym rat. I'm a uh -huh. gym rat. Uh, I, I also fight boxing, get MMA, boxing, kickboxing, taekwondo, jiu-jitsu, grappling, and of course Muay Thai. Um, right. And uh, I, 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 I started lifting weights at 13. I started boxing at 13, mm -hmm. and this is that's the one thing that I've been passionate about, pretty much so all my life. All your life. Well, since, since 13. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's a little story that goes with that. Um, I, I know my father. Well, he's passed now. I, you know, I knew my father. But um, him and my mother broke up when I was very young. <clears throat> so my dad moved to New York. So growing up, I lived between uh, West Philly and South Bronx. Because I, I was during the, uh, during the winter or during the school year, I would live with my mom. And during the summer, I would live in South Bronx with my dad. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I knew my dad, but still him not being there every single day, um, I'm looking for a father figure and right. did not like none of the dudes that my mom dated, didn't like none of them niggas. Mm -hmm. But um, when I was uh, 11 years old, my mom, I couldn't stand this motherfucker, man, because mm -hmm. he used to put his hands on my mother. I hated this dude, but mm -hmm. he did one, he did do one thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, me and my mother were in a supermarket and we were, you know how they had the magazines right there at the checkout, at the checkout right. before you pay for your stuff. And right. I saw a bodybuilder on the front of a magazine. Mm -hmm. And to me, you know, that's what a man looks like. That's what a man is supposed to be, you know? And I know to look like that, you had to lift weights. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because mm -hmm. I wanted to be a man. I, I needed some type of guidance. And um, so I asked my mom for some weights. And, you know, a woman, she she doesn't get it. She's like, no, boy, I'm not buying, you know, weights. You tear up my house with that, you know. And I asked her for, for you know, the, the, I kept every t opportunity I got, I asked her. And um, for two years, she told me no. Finally, this idiot named Ordell, um, he said, Madeline, you know, Cameron's been asking you for weights, you know, for a while now. You know, you don't understand. He, he's a boy. He's, he's, he's grown into a young man. He's going to be a man. He, he needs some weights. So with him saying that, she bought me my first set of weights. Do you remember the plastic weights? They, um, they were different colors. And, yeah. and they were filled with cement. That's what mm -hmm. she bought me. From that day that I got my first set of weights, and for my 13th birthday, I've been lifting mm -hmm. weights ever since. It's the ever one since. thing that, yeah, it's the one thing that I've been continuously passionate mm -hmm. about all my life. She bought me that, and it was all she wrote. And then from there, and now mind you, now I got all the all, all the kids on the block, all the guys on the block coming over my house. All we knew how to do was bench press and curl. And right. um, Finally, uh, uh, around 16, I started going to the Y and then mm -hmm. found out that there was different body parts to work. And um, but it's the one thing that I, and, and, and I started boxing at 13, too. Yeah. Um, so well, I, that's I, good. That's good. That keeps that keeps you in shape for the performances. It definitely gives the visual perspective. Um, so we got another question in the chat. Is there competition amongst the male dancers? Oh, yeah. Is it a brotherhood? Uh, it's a brotherhood and it's a competition. It's a combination of both. Okay. Uh, so what do you see? What do you see more of though? Like, do you see it more being like, I always thought like, um, you know, having, having seen a lot of the shows, especially when I was younger, like I've always seen it to be more of a brotherhood. Like I, even though it was a competition in a sense, because each performer had their, you know, their fans, you know what I mean? Their individuals that came to see them and all of that. I always felt like it was a brotherhood between you guys. I yeah, never yeah, saw definitely. like a, yeah. a bad competition thing. You know? uh, no, no, no. The, the, the competition isn't a bad thing. Um, it, it it keeps all of us on our toes. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, there, there, there is there's two top dancers in the game and mm -hmm. nobody will deny this. A dancer named Young Rider and a dancer named SOS. Mm -hmm. These are the goats. And these are also the two dancers that all the other dancers look to for inspiration because they're always coming up with something unique and everybody mimics them. As a matter of fact, they're so good that other dancers stop what they're doing to watch, watch them. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So listen, Cynthia says, are you going to give us a little I, Cynthia, I do not think that the men on our cast yeah, are TNL. They ain't going for that. Y'all gonna have to go to yeah. Y'all gonna have to go to Poison Exotic Entertainment. Exactly. I don't dance in front of men, baby. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, oh my God, Poison Exotic Entertainment .com. T said, um, and T is um one of the guys on the panel. He says he's ready for some work. How can he get down? Well, this is the thing. Um, because I live here in Florida now, it's actually hard for me to put you down. I can put you in touch. If you're serious, I can put you in touch with the right people in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. you know, 
But um, he bullshitting. But actually, he he bullshitting. <laughs> and and now, <laughs> actually, those comments came from me. Oh, I'm asking. Oh, I asked parties. Well, again, like I said, um, I I don't have any connections down here. And uh, while I do have, see, this is the thing. There's not really any weekly shows down here. Where you gonna, where you gonna, you know, grind your teeth or, 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 or you know, uh, um, get introduced to the game is the weekly shows. Absolutely. You know, now, I'll go with you. I'll go with you to put you yeah, on. The, the weekly shows are in Philly. If you're serious, I can definitely put you down with the people that I, I, I mean, like, dog, I'm dead serious, man. This this is a serious business. Motherfuckers get paid doing this. Get paid, absolutely. So I, his mama, his mama, he ain't taking off his draws. Poison, I'm telling you that. He ain't taking off his draws. Well, I've been doing this a long time, man. It's, 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 it, it, is, it is the most fun that I've had. If I died, hopefully not, if I died today or tomorrow, I can honestly say that I had a fun life mm -hmm. doing this. Mm -hmm. Now let me ask you real just quick now it. before you wait let me let me just add on to that. Just think about what I do for a living. I walk into a room full of women that want to see me naked. They scream at the top of their lungs and I get paid for it. Can you right. think of a better career? Right. Absolutely. So let me ask you this before we before we wrap this up and before we leave the floor to the guys to ask any questions they may have. What do you? I mean, listen. I know we all Wait a have. Minute. Wait a minute, Janine. Come on, <laughs> what <are> we doing? <laughs> right, Janine. <laughs> listen, Janine said, "Now I will be your Oreo lady and pick up your money." Okay. Listen, I cannot. But listen, that, so, that, that, that's actually a job. That's actually a job. Yep. Well, yeah, you you know that. That's actually a job for <clears throat> somebody. Um, we have somebody, you know, because I can't reach my back. I don't want a guy touching my back. So we actually have, you know, a lady backstage that you know helps oil up the guys, and we actually have another lady that picks up her money. Picks and the lady money. that picks up her money, she makes money because she picks up her money because her job is to pick up your outfit. And to pick up your money, all right. And what you do is you have to give her ten dollars for doing that. So think about it. If there's a show of 15, 20 dancers, she just got paid because she yes. got ten dollars from me. But she has to be on her job. She can't. Right. She, she 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 got to make sure that all the pieces of your outfit gets back to your dance bag. All of your money gets back to you. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. she definitely has a job. So she's running back and forth, running back and forth all day. Making but, that money. It, right, exactly. But she gets $10 for doing that from each dancer. So she right. just had a good night. Yeah. So let me ask you something real quick. All right. You know how y'all do the flips and y'all do the spraying mm -hmm. of the legs. And, you know, sometimes y'all mm -hmm. being real intricate with the women. There is this ongoing thing online, and we talk about this a lot on the show. What do you think of stinky boxes? Huh. And I've run across a good few of them. <laughs> um, Crazy. Well, this 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 is what you do. You you be professional. You don't let you know. You you don't you don't you don't disrespect anybody because that that can you know cut money out your pocket. You know. Um, you, you, you just play it off. You just play it off. 
if you know, because we don't actually eat pussy on stage, but we'll mimic like we do. You know, like if a woman has on a skirt, you know, I'll put my head up under her skirt real quick and then pull it back there. You know, stuff like that. You know, if she has on jeans or short skirt, you know, I'll spread her legs, you know, play with her legs, you know, I'll play with her clit and then put my face down there and then pull it back. You know, and I put my face down there and was just like, oh, God. And then pull it back, but I'm not gonna let her know, and I'm not gonna let anybody else, you know, because she also got a handful of money. You see what I'm saying? So I want that money, you know. Right. So I'm not gonna be disrespectful or anything like that. So you just play it off, right? I gotcha, guys. What's up? Y'all got any questions? Yeah, I, yeah, I got a question. I want to know: um, Have you ever, or have you ever seen a guy change the course on a bridal, uh, like a bridal party? What do you mean? Like before she was about to get married, one of y'all went in there and then no more marriage. I'm totally unaware of that because we're, we're there for the bridal shower. Yeah. I don't know what happens the next day. You, you see what I'm saying? I was only there. I was only hired to perform for that. So I don't know if, you know, he found out later on and said, yeah, fuck you, bitch. I'm not marrying you. You know, I, <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. You know. <laughs> no, it, it, it probably it probably has happened. Right. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, but I would I would be totally unaware of it. Right. So how often do you get an opportunity to tell your story? Because your story is is um need oh, to be career, I've, I've told my story um a good couple of times. Yeah, I've told my story a good couple of times. But mind you, my story isn't unique. Right. You know this 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 story you would probably get. From ninety percent of the dancers that you know I work with, because mind you, I work with a lot of dancers. Because it, it, another thing that we do is we network. Okay, mm -hmm. they, I, I work with, and all of us work to get we uh, the, the dancers from Baltimore, the dancers from Jersey, the dancers from DC, the that you know because we're called out of towners. If 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 I'm from Philly, and I'm booked in DC, then I'm brought to DC as an out of towner. If, if we're all in Philly and a, a, a DC cat, he is booked as an out of town, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's, 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 you know, headliners, you know, from almost every state. All right, Isha, I got two questions. Um, mm -hmm. Have you ever been stalked? Yes. And... Yes. <laughs> yes. How, how did that yes. go? I actually, I, I, I got the smartest advice because at first it was like, man, I'm not no fucking punk, man. That, that, what kind of shit? But then it was like, once it was explained to me, it was like, you know what? That makes sense. I had to get restraining order. But me getting the restraining because at first it was like, I'm not getting no fucking restraining order for a chick. But once it was said, look, if you get a restraining order and then you she still yourself. continues right, to do yourself. this and you have to do something to her. You know, because she's really, truly fucking with you. And I've had some crazy chicks. Then you're not in trouble. But if you didn't get that restraining order and you happen to have to, you know, fuck her up, um, <laughs> then you're in trouble. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But yes, I have definitely been stalked by women that were so upset with me that they were actually trying to hurt me, um, destroy my car. Um uh, 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 I used to leave my dog on the porch, you know, chain. I had a pit, uh, Casada, and um, I, I I got a phone call like, uh, yeah, you know, what would happen to Casada if uh, he got fed a, a steak with some poison in it? I had to stop leaving my dog on the porch. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. 
Um, have you ever thought about transitioning into porn? And what do you think about Adam Twenty Two uh, letting the fifteen inch dick smash his wife? I've done I've done adult films. Solid. And and what was it? What was the next question? I was asking what did, what did you think about Adam uh, Twenty Two letting the the black guy smash his wife? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> so he's a, he's a he's a so we talked about this a little bit earlier. He's a um a porn star whose wife is a porn star, and they are both of, of Caucasian descent. And he well, that's allowed the that's the business. Yeah, he allowed his wife to to fuck a, a BBC fifteen inch BBC where he's nowhere near that, and that's, um he was getting clowned a little bit. Well, that's that's the business. I mean, he shouldn't be clown. That's the business. If she's a porn star and he's a porn star, that's what they do for a living. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no. What did you like? Did you did you like when you were in porn, or did you? It was well, it out uh, for you. You can definitely, you know, uh, strippers in the hood triple x dot com. Mm -hmm. That's that's the site. I have about fifteen scenes on that site. Strippers in the hood triple x dot com. Uh, strippers in the hood xxx dot com. I have scenes on that um yeah it it was um i don't know if you guys know him but um rodney st cloud um he's an ex-bodybuilder he was on the stage uh, and competing uh uh for mr universe with the likes of um uh 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 ronnie coleman uh he was competing during this time era ronnie coleman um uh uh who else i can't, I can't think of nobody uh, oh um kai green um he was on. He uh, when Kai Green first came into the business uh, of bodybuilding, uh, well, first turned professional. That's that was during his time era, uh, late late nineties, late nineties. And uh, right. so he's the owner of the website. So uh, I've done a lot of scenes uh, on his website. On the website, do you do you feel like um how do you, how do you deal like in relationships? How are women? How do women handle you being a dancer? Um, my my fiance uh, is my manager. Okay. Dope. Dope. So she is totally comfortable mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause it's 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 all a business. And then when it's home, it's home. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And mind you, she was managing dancers. She was in the game before I was in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, she was managing dancers before I even thought about dancing. Mm -hmm. So she totally, you know, understands the business and, and she she put me down with stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew nothing about merchandise before I met her. But mm -hmm. after, you know, I met her and we got serious, I had uh, coffee mugs, I had car air fresheners, I had mouse pads, I had, uh, remember the naked playing cards? Yeah, yep, yeah, those uh, calendars, I had, I'm sure. Yeah, I had my own playing cards, I had calendars, I had picture, uh, 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 mm -hmm. uh, uh, women's panties with poison on the back of them, socks, uh, baseball hats, t-shirts. Right. Yeah, I didn't. Make another business. That. Yeah. Okay, so so before uh, the fiance who's in the business with women who don't know the business, was there trust issues? Um, I wasn't in a I, I, I wasn't in a relationship. Okay, I had I had I had you know plenty of female friends, you know, but I didn't claim a girlfriend, and I made that very clear. You know, um, my situation was, and this is like a lot of dancers, I had a woman for. Uh, certain things. I had a, a woman that bought me my outfits, my dance. I outfits. told you each compartmentalize. 
compartmentalize. Uh, I had one woman that bought me my street clothes. I had one woman that paid my rent. I had one woman that just strictly put money in my pocket. I had another woman, her job was to make me look good on stage and tip me. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so before, before we wrap it up, right, real quick. Tapping a little bit to uh, 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 the Kiki Palmer shaking, you know, not shaking. I'm not going to say shaking. She wasn't. <laughs> but the, the whole Kiki Palmer and um, Usher yeah, we, situation. Yeah. yeah we, like, we talked about this earlier. Um, I think from what I understand, because I, I was unaware of that as well. Um, from what I understand and from what you told me, he was upset. Her boyfriend was upset because Usher pulled her on stage. Um, and I told you the story about, um, we don't allow guys at our show and, um, not that we allow guys in our show and like, this is a definite no, but not that we allow guys in a show in the past, but so this is what happened. Um, but the guys at our shows is definitely a no, no because of this situation, but we didn't allow guys to come up and hang out and while we're on stage dancing anyway. But there was one situation, this is uh, uh, about a year before I started dancing, and this was like a common story. I've heard this story plenty of times, you know, throughout my career, but this one incident, this happened in Philadelphia. Um, it was a two-story building, and the, the top floor is where we performed, and the bottom floor was a bar. There was a bar upstairs as well, you know, for the audience of, the, of you know, for the show. But um, on the bottom floor, it was a regular bar, you know, where men and women could come in. And um, this guy told his lady not to go to the show. And she went to the show. And um, he, she went to the show with her girlfriend. And so he came in the building at the bar, sat downstairs for a little while, had a couple of drinks, and then went upstairs and shot her to death in uh. front of everybody. Uh. Mm -hmm. So from that point on, it was like no dudes allowed in our shows at all for that. Right. Unless you have something to do with the show, unless you're a bartender, DJ, security, no dudes at the show. Right, right. Because it's, it, it gets to be an um, emotional space where they don't yeah, know how yeah. they're necessarily and and, 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 and and to be honest with you, regular niggas hate us. Thanks. <laughs> You say they hate you. I've been there. They do. <laughs> they do. What you mean been you've been there, T? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Regular niggas hate you. First, 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 thing, first thing out there, my fucking motherfucker. What, what, what about me makes me gay if I'm dancing in front of women, taking my clothes off, and getting paid for it? How do you even perceive that as being homosexual? Right. 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 But that that's usually the first words I you know they 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 they, they, they regular niggas hate. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I've had to fuck a couple of dudes up. Yeah, and I can only imagine how that turned out. Oh yeah, I yeah. can only imagine how that turned out. No problem out. putting a grown man in the hospital. No. Right, right. <laughs> Well, we've, while we're wrapping it up, make sure you give us your handles again, because I know I kind of gave them in the in the in the beginning, where I said you were the okay. face of Cameron Brown Lifestyle.com and Poison Exotic. Well, Cameron, Cameron Brown uh, Cameron Brown Lifestyle.com. I'm an affiliate marketing product influencer. Okay, so what that basically means is my way. I write blogs. Um, so basically, 
that is a lifestyle blog that everything that makes Cameron Brown, me, me. In other words, beard care, skin care, um, mm -hmm. all products that I use or utilize um, are on my website. And all you have to do is push the, uh, 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 whatever you say, like and, and you'll see a picture of uh, a beard care kit. If you mm -hmm. push that picture, it takes you right to Amazon to buy that specific product. Right. Okay. And or, you know, so I have plenty of blogs on a, a variety of different subjects. Uh, I write the blogs um, from um, uh, working out um, eat, and I break down each body part um, to, like I said, hair care, beard care, beard care and so forth. Um, and if none of my products interest you, regardless Scroll all the way down, no matter what page you are within the blog, you'll see the word Amazon, push the word Amazon and go shopping. It's the same exact portal as the, the app that's in your phone. The reason why I'm asking you to do this is because mm -hmm. whatever you purchase from Amazon through my website, I get a 4%, um, I get 4% of that, a oh, commission of that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I make commissions off of whatever you buy from Amazon through my website. So if you buy something from Amazon from your app, of course, I'm not going to see a dollar from that. But if you buy something from Amazon going through my website, I get a commission for it. Nice, nice. Now tell us about Poison Exotic Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Poison Exotic Entertainment, that is uh, for me to get shows. Um, that is, uh, 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 you'll see a, a, a variety of pictures of me, um, video, um, I also do sip and paint parties. Uh, I'm a model for sip and paint parties. Um, I also do massages. Mm -hmm. And um, what else? That's what's up. And then you can follow him on Facebook. I know you do have yeah. an Instagram. What's your Facebook handle? What's your Instagram handle? Because um, I know the ladies are definitely going to want to check you out. Yeah. Um, Instagram is also uh, Cameron Poison Brown. And um, uh, uh, Facebook, Facebook is, is Cameron Poison Brown. Got it, got it, got it. Well, I'm gonna put you in touch too with uh, with uh, 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 Mr. Nell. Make it make sense. Appreciate it. He is to your. He he definitely wants to um, you know, talk to you a little bit more in depth about your story. So, mm -hmm. um, anybody else got any questions? No, Before we go, Cam. Aisha. <laughs> my guy thank you so much for joining us tonight we really appreciate it i know the ladies was hoping to get a little extra something special tonight but you know we we could not make that happen but make sure you ladies go check him out on poisonexoticentertainment.com you can see all those photos and videos we thank you so much um, for being a part of the show this evening and giving oh, us yeah, some of the yeah, some of the good, good, good stories and, and what, stuff. What, what we got? A 20 year friendship? 20 year friendship. 20 eight, year friendship. Eight, I, I mean, maybe even more than that, honestly, like 24. Yeah. Because I think eight, I met you when I was like 21. Yeah, so yeah. He met me at a show. I met him at a show. Yep. My my cousin took me to um a show. A show for my 21st birthday. This was like her little crew. She took me to a show for my 21st birthday. And it was up <laughs> from like 20 to 26. I, I just, I, you know what I mean? I was, you know, living I met her at her first show. Yeah, at the first show. So, you know, we've been friends ever since. Like no family. No, I was working there. 
Yep, you was just getting started out. So, you know, it's, 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 it's definitely dope to see how, you know, we grow and we progress and, you know what I mean, and, and all the amazing things that you're doing outside of, you know what I mean, the, the exotic dancing and all of that good stuff and all of the great things that you're doing. So we, we definitely thank you for joining us tonight and being part of the show. For sure, ladies, make sure you go follow him and check out his website. Guys, what's what's going on? Um, uh, Cam, I'm going to text you okay. after the show, okay, with some information um, that you need, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, cool. Thank you. Appreciate you, my guy. All right. All right, y'all. Yeah. What's up now? How can we? How can we? How can, how can I float from that? You know I mean? but, <laughs> Take us out of here. Got some nice information. We definitely will get the hem party started. Um, got the, and the and the bus loaded up. So all we gotta do, step on the gas. Shout out to Cam for coming through and blessing us with that knowledge and information. But as we go on in sixty seconds, I'm dedicating the sixty seconds to none other. I'm excited. I'm knocking myself off. <laughs> none other than what transpired yesterday and if you don't know if you've been under a rock if you haven't seen um make it make sense made its premiere yesterday um it happened to be on my 42nd birthday so shout outs to i want to take the time out because it feel like i'm getting a like an award right now but i want to thank my mom my dad not my mom <laughs> everybody maybe what happened? Uh, because without those without them i wouldn't be here to to present um, myself and what we got going on, you know, across the telemate, um, you know, whole situation here. So um, thank you for everybody who tuned in to make it make sense yesterday. It was, it was a great debut. We only got more things coming up. I, I'll tell y'all like this, the next two people that I've, that I have the opportunity to sit down and talk to an interview is going to be mind blowing. So you will want to make sure that you're there for those things. I'm taping one tomorrow and probably another one, hopefully one day this week. So and I'll be working, we work, working. Um, but again, thank you to everybody who may um, make it make sense, um, a, a popping event. So again, shout outs to Karen for coming on and allowing us to, to, to discuss a few things here um, in regards to Uncensored Minds, what she got going on, what we got going on and things like that. So thanks, that's it. Oh, I had to thank my mom and dad. Like I was feel like I was getting a Grammy or something, or like a <laughs> Grammy. Or thank you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. See no stress. I appreciate you. See no stress. Um, thank you for your continued support throughout this whole show. You carried us with your comments. You allowed each segment to roll through with mm -hmm. much. Um, dialogue and we appreciate that so thank Absolutely. you for being here shout outs to carmel she's another one of our top members thank you for um joining in on that and um picking mm -hmm. it up we appreciate you on that mm -hmm. everybody who had the opportunity to comment tonight share your ideas your thoughts um, mm -hmm. we truly truly appreciate you here I don't yes. as yes. you said i don't know if this if y'all heard it but this right here will look a lot different real soon it won't be boxes it will be the three of us on top of each other uh-oh <laughs> yes 
See, they need, to, they need the training course, y'all. Yeah, that is wilding <laughs> out. Need the HR training course, y'all. Wilding out. I love it. I love it. We had to get rid of one so we could make so we could so we could just handle it. We had to get rid of the four and make it three so we could do the thing. But yeah, the, some, some um, thing. It's gonna be. It, I'm telling you, in 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 person, it's gonna be to a whole nother level. It's gonna, it's gonna be. be so just imagine when you have the opportunity to see us what we do here. It's only going to be even stupider in person. Like, you're going to see me walk up the stage and come back with something different on. Each is going to be drunk. No, um, no, no. Gonna be drunk. We're not doing <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Listen, we're not doing no wardrobe changes. Like, nope. But we will be on Sinsamon's Reloaded is now going to look a lot different. In the coming weeks, we will be all together for the first time. And we will stay together yes. forever. So it's not just going to be we coming together. Just to do a show, we're gonna to be together and stay together. So that will look that's what you're gonna get here. Also, be on the lookout for intimate conversations. You know, I mean, we just had one the other day and we it dropped I mean, uh episode four drops on Tuesday. We got another coming. Be on the be on the lookout for um make it make sense. Also, Wednesdays it's never changing Wednesdays at 8 p.m. You got Splash Wednesdays, man. Splash Wednesdays. Definitely gonna splash and, and show out on this show, and then you got us again on Sunday on Sinsamon. So we working over here and we we doing everything we can to progress this thing. So make also it- for anybody who you know is busy and they can't always stay it with us during these times. Uh Uncensored Minds is streaming on all platforms. So you can play it in your car, you can listen to it while you at work on your lunch break. However you need to get it, it's available. No, stop it. Get the fuck out of those cases, though. You're not Listen, busy. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm a, don't don't start. <laughs> I can't, man. I, I thought I heard him say if y'all busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy, busy. Busy. Shout out to Lee. I see you in the chat, mama. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody yeah. that tunes into us thank on a regular you, basis. Thank you to my oil lady and also my manager. Thank you to Janine and Sarah. Janine and Sarah. My, my oil lady and my man. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. I need y'all. Mm-hmm. See y'all there next week. Thanks. Thanks. What's up, Ish? Any yeah. last words? No last words. Thank you so much to the Venomous Poison for blessing us with a little chit chat. Shout out to the S gang. S gang. Make sure what, y'all up? Go- what up? Make sure y'all go out here and have a dope ass week. Another time to. Get it right. We got a whole oh, nother week to do some shit it. and get it right. That again. Show some love to Isha's son. His birthday is the day, July 9th. Show yeah. some love to Nell. His birthday was fucking yes, yesterday. Yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you getting old now. You getting old. You feel like yeah. you're getting old or you're getting better. I'm Which 47 one? years old today. You ain't 47. Get the hell out of here. I ain't 47 yet, but you still a can- buck. But- Remember. You still a buck. I'm about to be 45. Oh, yeah. Shout out to August 19th. That's soon fast approaching. Uh, can, we play, can we play with Kansas, please? Can Kansas have a day? Listen, you Kansas. know, you know, what? Trying to steal your joy, a, dog. Yeah, you know, the Kansas, I mean, you know, the Leos can't allow the Kansas to really flex. What? I did get in the summertime crabs, right? We're going to hurry y'all on the long. Also, before we get out of here, to all the victims of the, the ones that lost their life in Southwest in the mass shooting um, tragedies, our condolences go out to each and every one of y'all. If anyone has had any tragedies or, or, or even triumphs this past week, 
you know, our prayers and condolences are with you. Also, Helen Weaver, her mother is in heaven at this moment, but she celebrated her birthday yesterday. So we want to also, you know, pass on our blessings to that, to her and her family as well. So we out of here. See y'all Wednesday for Teller May Kick Lash Edition. Yes. Thanks.